There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. KVJ. It's time to wake up and let the weirdness begin. It's the KVJ show. To start your morning. Kevin <laughs> is the host. And his skin pigment is whiter than Casper the Ghost. Virginia. <laughs> Sounds like this. Nickname Vicious V. So don't get her pissed. This is Jason. Talks like a spaz. And he loves to talk about Bigfoot and stats. So get ready. Here we go. You're listening to 97.9 with the KVJ show. All right. Here we go. It is a Thursday morning on the KVJ show. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. How we doing here today? Doing good, yeah. Okay. Nothing terrible happened, even though it was a full moon. Even though a hurricane hit our state. Yeah. And it doesn't look like it's uh, coming after Jaybird's possessed doll. No. Glad the inhaler. I think everything's cool. My friend did send me a picture yesterday. He got a flat tire, and he goes, damn it, Vlad. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah anything bad. If you listen to the show, you've now got an excuse. Jaber bought a possessed doll, and now everybody's life has just gone wacky. You know, back in the day, there was a year where I blamed everything on El Nino, and it worked. I'm like, oh, I was late for that bill. El Nino. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's a good strategy. <laughs> All right, well, we are here, and we are on YouTube. More and more people are checking it out that way because you get the full depth of the KBJ Show. You get to hear and see what is going on. Go to YouTube, look for the KBJ Show. If you've got uh, one of those smart little TVs or a way to hook up to YouTube, you can watch it on whatever device you're on. Plus, they got a handy little mobile app that you can take with you anywhere. Or you can dial it up directly at kbjshow.tv. What are you thinking about? What, what are you thinking about? What you thinking about today, Jay Bird? What? Oh, okay. Oh man! Such an unsatisfying feeling when you're about to sneeze and it doesn't come. Yeah. Gosh, you're just right on the edge, and no. Well, that's what's on my mind now. Yeah. What I Your do inability have, to sneeze. Oh, it was rough. Right as you cracked the microphone on me, I uh-huh. needed to sneeze. Uh, yeah. No, I was at Publix, and I'm often at Publix, and I was there uh, shopping, milling around, and Linda, KVJ Nation, or stops me and says, Jaybird, stop making fun of Virginia about... FMS, full moon sensitivity. <laughs> it's real, baby. Okay. She is a big believer. She was telling me that she's a, she's a moon person. And she was even telling me that she could feel stuff already changing because of the moon situation that was going on last night. That's how... The full moon, blue moon, all those kind of things wrapped into one. Yep. This person was very moon hopeful moon just in it with the moon baby look if you talk to the hospital personnel that work in the er they'll tell you people get a little squirrelier when it's a full moon there's more accidents there's more drama there's just more stuff going on where is the kevin ralston stance on that do you think that moon thing that's a real thing with humans but some people there could be something to it because you know the moon does affect you know the tides and our body is 70% water. There could be atmospheric type things that do affect the nature of what they are. Now, to what extent, I, I don't know. 
Um, I'm one of those people, I'm kind of more mind over matter thing. I'm one of those people that I believe that, you know, there's a lot of things in life you can power through. So I don't think that uh, I'm not a big fan of making excuses. You so. can't power through the moon, Kevin. Uh, yeah, I, I see. That's where we disagree. Yeah, <laughs> to me, I'm like whatever it might be causing in my body or whatever. It's not an excuse for me to act weird, to wind up taking my pants off and climbing on top of a car in traffic. Do you think it's possible that at one point werewolves did roam this, these lands? No. Ever? There's there's no nope. way you're, you're you're saying 100. percent Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty confident on that. I, I wish that wasn't your answer. Yeah. <laughs> I think there might be people that look like wolves, because I do see a few oh, here and there. I don't think there were werewolves back in the day, because I think wouldn't we find some bones or some type of remnants of the werewolves? Well, you'd argue that as they die, they go back to the human form. I mean, these are all good points. Yeah. So, look. Mm-hmm. Let's be open with our thinking here. Werewolves possibility. Okay, Virginia, what's on your mind? <laughs> <laughs> Love how I tried to sneak that in right at the end after I said no chance. <laughs> of course, yesterday I was very beside myself, stressed about that darn hurricane Idalia because it was going uh-huh. right for Magnolia in her new home in Tallahassee where she's going to FSU. But there was a moment uh, yesterday that Panda and I just looked at each other and we just, oh, we failed as parents. She and her roommates, there's four girls, they're all in one apartment. Uh-huh. And uh, I was explaining to them, okay, you know, here's what to do, you know, if the power goes out and here's what to do with this and it, it, you guys should eat anything that you have in the freezer tonight because if the power goes out, you know, you have frozen food and it won't last. And I was explaining everything to her. But the one thing I forgot to explain to her was she didn't get it. And her roommates didn't either. Was that when the power goes out, there's no air conditioning. That was the breaking point for all of them. Oh, yeah. They were like, wait. So you mean to tell us there's no AC? They didn't know that, huh? If we lose power... And I was like, oh, Panda, we have failed as parents. <laughs> None of them knew it. None of them knew it. And they were all shocked. And they were all like, oh, well. Florida State students, right? We can't be here. They're all freshmen. They're all like, we can't be here if the power goes out. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing those things that just kind of dawn on you in life. <sighs> I'm not trying to be a jerk when I ask this question, but you got you got four girls living there. And none of them knew each other? They're all four from all different areas? Magnolia and her friend knew each other, and the other two girls knew each other. But the four of them didn't know each other. Do we? Do they all get along? So far, so good. Okay. It's, it is. <laughs> no massive it's, drama it's yet. It's August 31st. When do we have a report from Virginia? Okay, we got drama in the apartment. Oh, my gosh. I told Mags, I said, look, even if you have someone that does something that makes you sad... Just take a few breaths and think about it before you bring it up. Would you rather be happy or would you rather be right? You have to really think about that when you have a roommate. And sometimes you got to just swallow it and eat it and not cause drama because you want to live with these girls in harmony. Because everyone's cool the first two months. Believe me, when I was down at Broward mm-hmm. Community College, I lived with two other dudes. And the one guy, they both were cool in the beginning. The one guy would... 
sneak chain smoke in the apartment and then oh. act like he did it. And like, oh. dude, it smells like a bar in here. What are you talking about? <laughs> to the yeah. point where we would tell him you can't smoke in here, you can't smoke in here, and he would just flat out lie. And there would be cigarette burned on the couch, <laughs> and he would try to say he wasn't smoking. A sloppy smoker. <laughs> that, that, I would say about month three, it started to turn. <laughs> <laughs> month three. That's when the newness wears off. That's when you start to really see everybody for who they are, what they're bringing to the table. All right. Well, we're only in like month one still. So I'll let you know in a couple of months. Second half of the year gets pretty froggy. <laughs> well, yeah. they, they've got a year long lease. So these girls are stuck together for a year. I don't want to break the lease because then there's all kinds of financial penalties. They just sure. to work it out. Yeah, yeah, whatever happens, girls, y'all got to work it out. And look, maybe nothing does happen. Maybe it's a year of bliss and friendship. That would be amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't it, though? <laughs> October 31st, Kev, mark the date. October 31st. <laughs> Within a month. Then With it all Halloween. Goes <laughs> What's on your mind, Kev? Well, I was looking at the, the old beard. And uh, I'm getting a little bit uh, more salt in it these days. Uh, more salt than pepper or more pepper than salt? Let's well, look at it's, it. You know, it, it's still... Uh, oh, it's I, still pepper heavy. Yeah, it's still pepper heavy. Dude, look at me. I'm over here St. Nick in it. <laughs> you are. <laughs> got a lot of salt there. You it's are. all salt. You're I got, a salty dog. I, I got no more uh, pepper. So my question is... Should a guy let it go gray, or is there a point where there's too much salt and you should go back to pepper? Because it's either salt and pepper Kev or just for men Kev. Just okay. for men Kev. I used to do just for men. It It's kind of a weird look, dog. I was just dyeing my husband's eyebrows last night. Okay. And I am in the camp of diet. As long as you possibly can, because it does make you look younger. When mm-hmm. the gray comes okay. in, oh, ask Santa over here. Well, I think he's being insulting. You do? <laughs> look, I'm, I'm, I'm going the way What God's did the lady at Publix say? She's, oh, I don't need to card you. You're good. Well, that was my eyes. That had nothing to do with my beard. <laughs> There's a lot of other things on it that looks really it's old. It's a combo. And what? I'm just telling you, you look younger if it's darker. A little just for men. A little, they like the natural dye now that won't burn your skin. That's what I use on Panda's eyebrows. Yeah, I've, I've heard that you know they can do stuff, and I don't know about the Just for Men. I don't know if that's the right route. It's the only brand that I know. So that would be my question for the ladies. I'll have a suit to put up a poll. <laughs> what do you think with guys in their beards? Do you prefer a little bit more salt and pepper, or are you better with a little Just for Men? It all depends on your age too. If you're, you know, the mm-hmm. older you get, it looks weird when you start to dye your hair. True. Leave a little mm-hmm. salt. Okay. Don't don't take out all the salt completely. It should be like a 70-30 ratio. Okay, so once you cross over the 70, so more than 30% salt, you should keep it at 30% salt. Right. Try to stay around 30% salt. Kind of what you're doing now, maybe even get rid of a little bit around the chin. It's a little, the chin is gray the heavy. The chin is where, yeah, yeah it gets, yeah, yeah it's kind of yeah. where I looked at. I'm like, yeah, yeah, if I could, yeah, okay. Just patch up a little bit in the chin, you'd be great. Okay. Because your mustache is still all dark. It is, yeah. And that's what the ladies are looking at. I mean, if we're honest. Okay, that's a, that's what they're looking at, huh? I mean, that's the lady killer. Okay. All right, <laughs> love to get to your thoughts. Which uh, direction do I go with this? Do I just uh, let it ride or do I uh, go back to it? Uh, some of the comments coming in, uh, one person says, no, men don't color your hair. Such a turnoff. When I did Just for Men, I got a lot of hate for that. But then I got, I got a lot of hate for the salt look, too. So I, I really don't love, just, love whatever it for my you mind, do. Baby. I think it's a KVJ thing. We get a lot of hate. 
Love me for my mind. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me see. So right now the uh, poll is 74% for the salt and pepper. Yeah, it looks great. Salt and pepper, but have more pepper than salt. I can't do it. My my Everything on the planet burns my skin. I have to go natural. If not, even yeah. the stuff that doesn't burn your skin, I'm allergic to it. There's a vegetable dye that my girl work? turned me on to, my eyebrow girl. The stuff that, that your girl used on me burned my face. Mm. Remember, we, there was research done. It, it, all, it all still burned. Mm. Okay. All right. So bird is bird is all uh, pepper. Or just, I might just no, he's all salt. salt. He's all salt. Sorry, he's all salt. I'm uh, getting a little bit more, and people are saying to uh, keep it all natural so far. Majority I, I, vote. I think you should. Okay. I'm not, you know, we're not trying to sleep with each other. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> well, coming up here in a couple minutes, I can't wait to hear this update. Virginia was talking about how there was this neighborhood party that uh, she got an invite to, but um, there's a good bit of her neighbors that don't really care for Virginia, and you can see the open scowls as she comes traipsing into the parties that they have. It's weird. I, I don't know why they have anything against our girl. Yeah. I come in waving. Uh-huh. So apparently Virginia went big at last night's neighborhood social. What did she do, and how did it go? You'll find out next. My KVJ show. Well, through the back door, Virginia got an invite to a neighborhood party that probably half the neighborhood would rather she did not attend. But of course, Virginia (laughs) is going to attend and she's going to go big. (laughs) What is the percentage, would you say, of your neighbors in Tequesta that don't particularly care for your attitude and for you personally? Well, there's two main factions in my neighborhood. There's the HOA, and a lot of people go to all the HOA meetings and they know what's going on. And then there's this other group called the Yacht Club. Now The, the guy, Yacht Club? The Yacht Club, because most of my neighbors live on the water. I'm on the poor side, but the neighbors across the way from me all live on the water. So there's a Yacht Club. And the Yacht Club people... Are, some of them are also in the HOA. So last night was a yacht club party, but they know me from the trouble I've started at the HOA meetings. Okay. So when I walk in, they go, oh, look at this. Look what the cat dragged in. What's she going to do now? Because I've been very lippy at the HOA meetings. And then you come back the next morning and continue to stay lippy on the airwaves. But at the Yacht Club stuff, I've never been lippy. I've always just been fun and jovial. I have no beef with any Yacht Clubbers. But does it bleed? Does it bleed in? For them, it bleeds. For me, it doesn't. They're two different things. Yacht Club, super fun, super awesome. Okay. HOA, not so much. Super jerks. Okay. And that's where it stands. (laughs) So A lot of those people are on both clubs. Okay. (laughs) So you bring all these worlds together in one party. Right. And when they see me walk in, they just think of all the things that I've done bad at the HOA meetings. There was one woman you were calling her by her first name, like HOA... Bonnie or something. Was it, is that who it was? Was it Bonnie? It was something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was the main one that didn't want me to get my pool. Yeah, I remember there was there was beef. Yeah, there, there was there was major beef. Double patty. 
double patty beef. Okay. <laughs> so what is your approach on strutting into this party and how were you received? Well, so I walked in and I brought one of my hot neighbors. They don't like her either on the HOA. Was there a reason for that? She's got beef with them too. Totally different beef from my beef. But again, it's them being too silly about the rules and restrictions. It's a tiny little patch of grass by her house that they're all upset about. It's grass. Why are we fighting about a little piece of grass? Like. Boy, power struggle at the HOA, it seems like. Oh, dude, you have no idea. I think I do. I think this is every HOA. This is every HOA, because they have nothing better to do than to just focus on the tiniest, most minute things and make you feel terrible and threaten you with fines and threaten you with all this stuff, and they're just... They just go about it all wrong. And then, of course, my whole pool debacle. They wouldn't let me get a pool. That still stings. And I know all the people that voted against me getting the pool. I know them. And some of them are the ones that, to my face, smile at the Yacht Club meeting. They think, I don't know, they're the ones. Is somebody Mm -hmm. that uh, stopped you from getting that pool, did their names rhyme with Bonnie? (laughs) Yes. Okay, I remember the name. Uh. The chat room just helps me. (laughs) They remember her name. You're on it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so last night I walked in waving and smiling with the hottest mom in the neighborhood and all the uh, all the wives of the HOA guys that hate me are just scowling. And just, well, so the, the, with the hottest woman in the neighborhood? Oh, yeah. She's, she's talking a, physically. She's a smoke show, yeah. She's a she's a smoke show. She's a 10 out of 10. And, and why are they mad? Because you're hanging with her? Well, they're just mad because we come in smiling and bouncing and bubbly and they just growl. <laughs> Okay. Did you do anything else other than just bring your hottest friend to this party? Uh, talk to most of their husbands. Um, okay. Because the husbands, when they start having a few cocktails, then they come over to our table to flirt. And so we flirt back, and the wives are losing their minds. The time when I was at Magnolia's birthday party, and all the kids were pretty much sitting on the holes of the golf course, you know, where the ball goes in. <laughs> yes. That guy that had to come to the front yard and shut it down, and remember that big thing that happened? Yes. Is he part of HOA? Is he yes. part of the yacht club? Is he's, he part of the neighbors that hate you? He's HOA. Oh, gosh, that guy. <laughs> they definitely hate her. <laughs> There's yeah. no way they like you. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Kevin. It was the most uncomfortable scene I've ever seen in my life, and I love uncomfortable moments, and yeah, I had to get it's away. It's too much for you, even. <laughs> I wanted to burrow myself like a gopher. <laughs> it was get me out of here. uncomfortable. Uh-huh. <laughs> Was in the right. <laughs> I may have been overserved. Dude. Maybe. <laughs> He's HOA. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, the ongoing saga. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Do you like traditional baby names or do you like when they're pretty unique and eccentric? Is there extremes that are just a little bit too far to that direction? Now, we... Went a little bit unique with uh, our youngest kid's name, Cannon. That's not, you know, too traditional. I know there are a few other Cannons out there, but it's a a little bit different uh, than the regular norm. To me, I do like doing something a little bit unique. And I would probably like with everything in life, I'm in the middle. 
I like something that's a little bit unique and not the standard names that you hear every single day. But, yeah, there can be some names that, man, they're just way out there. But some people might love that. I mean, there's uh, especially you look in sports, there's uh, one guy who's a really good college football player, and his name's Kool-Aid. That's great. I love that. <laughs> that I is love his, that. That's not a nickname. That is his birth name is Kool-Aid. <laughs> we support Kool-Aid here. We love Kool-Aid. Yeah. So, you know, you might be on the Kool-Aid angle. So they came out with the weirdest baby names, according to the Social Security Administration. Here are some of the ones that were out there for girls. Do you like these? Is this too far, or is this right on the mark? Sparkle. Aww. I like Sparkle. <laughs> Sparkle's cool. It's kind of cute, right? I kind of feel like there's no way that kid can be bad either. Oh, Sparkle. Sparkle can't be a demon child. You don't think so? I, I think Sparkle's... It's going to be bright? Yeah, I think Sparkle's going to bring some, some good to the world. Yeah? Okay. <laughs> or at least to the club. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about Menorah? Do you like that name? Menorah. I don't hate it. Yeah, I think it's kind of kind of cute. How about Canary. Canary, I don't know. Now you're like, oh, I'm going to eat you up like a cat. I don't know if that's a good one. Okay. Mm, can, I'm, not, I'm not feeling canary. How about chai? As in like a chai tea latte. <laughs> I don't hate it. Okay. Chai's all right. I mean, yeah. if you're going to name a kid Kool-Aid, why not chai, right? Chai is a little bit more fancy than Kool-Aid. Yeah, no doubt it is. How about strawberry? I like it. I do too. Is oh, naming a kid strawberry? I do. It's kind of unique. Cinderella. How do you feel about naming your daughter Cinderella? It is actually a name that was given in the last year. I'd rather name her Mozzarella. <laughs> okay. Mozzarella. We don't love Cinderella. You don't I mean, love it's, that. it's goofy. It's to the, I mean, she's a famous cartoon. Okay. How about Delight? Is that a good girl's name? It's very. Let's get Delight on the stage. Yeah. Yeah, it get a little stripper. And after Delight, let's get Sparkle on up here. <laughs> <laughs> Together they delight and sparkle. It's a good combination. Very hot. Minnow. Does that work for you for a girl's name? <laughs> no, I don't minnow? like that. Minnow. No. You don't like Minnow. No. A little fish. Yeah. Manatee would probably be bad too, right? <laughs> Manatee Pennington. I like the sound of that. <laughs> Manatee Pennington. How about Banksy for a girl's name? I love Banksy. You do. You like Banksy. It, it sounds old timey. Hey, Banksy, we're going down to the malt shop. Got a couple of malts. You like that one, Virginia? I don't know if I love it for a girl. I like it better for a boy. For a, a criminal boy that grew up in the 30s, Banksy. <laughs> okay. Some of the interesting names given to boys Dragon. That too much? Pretty intense, man. Yeah. You've given him such a path. I mean, you're dragon, rah, like, ugh, it's a lot. And he's, even, he's extra. Even the nickname drag, oh boy, we got to hang out with drag today. Okay. How do you feel about Rooster? A boy named Rooster. Isn't that the name of Matthew McConaughey's brother? I think his name's Rooster. I feel like it works if <laughs> he's a big boy, plays football somewhere in the Midwest. Oh, let's get Rooster on I'd say here. Texas. Rooster's yeah. from Texas. Rooster's from Texas. I think Rooster could make it work if yeah. he is. If he's from Texas, yeah. but it only works in Texas. How about the name Lancelot? <laughs> I don't like Lancelot. it. Does that work for a boy? Yeah. That was actually given to a kid in America in this last year. I don't like it. Not liking uh, Lancelot. Okay. How about Ruckus? <laughs> Does that work for a boy's name? It works if he plays football. Okay, yeah, there are a lot of football names. Yeah, or if he likes to, you know, get on the microphone. Oh, he's gonna cause a ruckus on the mic. It, it could work. How about Crash? 
I love Crash. That was my nickname. I, I used to have that nickname. I love Crash. That does work for you. <laughs> I, I crashed a lot. <laughs> Into things. How about Barley? If you love beer, you name your kid Barley. I don't know about that. I don't like Barley. I don't know if I hate Barley. You could have twin boys, <laughs> Barley and Hops. I don't, I don't hate it. Okay. You don't hate that? What about the name Fender? Named after a guitar. I mean, if you don't play guitar... Like, you play guitar? No. Why are you named Fender? My dad did. My dad plays. Yeah, then your whole life, it's almost like every time you introduce yourself, you're a disappointment. Do you like Fendi as a nickname for Fender? What's up, yeah, Fendi? Yeah, I do. And what about the name Awesome? No, too much. Too much <laughs> pressure, man. It is a lot of pressure. If you're named Awesome. What if you're just mediocre? Yes. They're just well, some... that's the joke you're going to hear your whole life. Be like, you're a little bit more mediocre than you are awesome. <laughs> of course. With a name like that, you are just going to always hear from the peanut gallery. Always. Yeah. Same way with Clever. That was actually a name given to a boy in America over the last year. I don't like that one either. It's too like... braggadocious. I don't like you're the right. braggadocious names. You're right. Okay. It does feel like a little much. Uh, any other names thrown into the mix? 877 Seven nine WRMF eight seven seven nine seven nine nine seven six three. I think the favorite one I ever heard. Remember when we took that call and this was somebody that was new to America, and they just named their kid after the tag that was in their jammies that they got at the hospital, and so they called their kid Madanusa. <laughs> yes, that's not bad. Madanusa. I don't hate made it. Made in USA. I wanted to name Rocco Pepper. But Panda wouldn't let me. Man, my parents almost named my, my little sister Sunkissed, and my middle name instead of Lee was going to be Jason Blue. But they thought yeah. the jokes were going to be. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd have a few. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody got text in, they said, I know a kid named Rowdy. You Rowdy. like that for a kid's name, a boy named Rowdy? Because they're not going to be calm at that point, right? You know what you're going to get. Well, then it's. It's a joke if they're not rowdy. If they're all peaceful like a Denny's, who's not a rowdy person, if his, his name was Rowdy, it'd be kind of a fun, ironic joke, I guess. Somebody texted in. They said, my son's middle name is Amadeus, and he has twin friends, Legend and Legacy. Again, are they going too big? Is that kind of like awesome or clever? <laughs> Those sound like Nick Cannon baby names. Yeah, Legend and Legacy. Legend and Legacy. I think he might have two of those. That's not my cup of soda. I wouldn't go that way with it. But Or like somebody, one of those babies has a zillionaire is the baby's name. Like that's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. Somebody said uh, my husband's cousin named their baby girl Renly. They said not a pretty name for a girl. Do you like that Renly for a girl? I don't like that. You don't Renly. like that? No. Renly? No. No, it almost sounds like a butler. Renly, I'll take another scotch, please. <laughs> it sounds like a butler's name. Doesn't it? Yes. Someone texted and said, I know a lady named Princess. I mean. That's it, a tough name to live with, isn't it? I played baseball with a kid. Who, his name was King. And he kind of walked around as if he was a king. It was annoying. <laughs> yeah, no one liked him. No. <laughs> somebody said, I know somebody named Clertard. What? C L E R T A R D. That's her name. Clertard. That's just unfortunate. That, I don't know that that one rolls off the tongue. No. I, don't, I think every time you said it, people be like, What did you call me? Every time you say it, people laugh. What? Yes. Or people are like shocked, like, Wait, what did you just say? <laughs> what, are, what, what are your guys' stance on Astrid? Do you like that name? It's, it's, I, don't, I don't love I don't it. Like it's a tough name. It's too much. Like it's it. unique, but it's it's too much. Too much to make fun of, right? Yeah. I think it's an old name, it's, right? It's very old timey. It's in your. But Virginia. it also sounds like asteroid. Or. <laughs> mm. I, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
What do you think about this? Somebody texted and said, I went to high school with a boy named Optimus Septimus. I mean, that is just too much. <laughs> he's got to be the most unique. Optimus He's got to be a weird unique. He's got to be in a Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Somebody said, uh, 25 years ago, I went uh, to school with a boy named Wonderful Fantastic. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Your parents were on drugs. You Wonderful have to get straight A's. There's oh. no way his parents were on drugs. <laughs> oh, man. Somebody else said, uh, I worked at a hospital in Texas, and there was a woman with twins. Her baby's one was named Lemon Jello, the other was Orange Jello. Yeah, I think it pronounced uh, Orangelo. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Lamangelo. <laughs> no, I've heard not. that joke before. Orangelo? Orangelo and Lamangelo. Lamangelo. That's. <laughs> is that real? I don't know, but I, that's that's an old one. Okay. But I mean, <laughs> in the history of humans, I put nothing past I mean, humans. If we got Kool Aid McKenzie, <laughs> we definitely have Lamangelo and Arangelo. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. All right, coming up here in a couple of minutes. Yesterday, we were talking about a teacher who was vaping in class, and now we got another follow up email with a teacher teaching a curriculum that maybe you shouldn't give to kids. We'll tell you what it is next. It's KVJ. Not very far into the school year and already hearing about um, how kids and teachers are doing some odd things. Sounds like the teachers are getting more turned than the kids. Yeah, I do <laughs> have to wonder. Yeah, because this is the second day in a row after talking yesterday about a teacher that was vaping in class. That inspired somebody else to send in another interesting thing that their teacher has been doing in their 15-year-old son's class. Apparently doing a tutorial on how to play beer pong and flip cup. Really? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. And apparently the son secretly recorded part of the beer pong tutorial. And she was saying things like, make sure you use cheaper beer when you play and be careful playing because you can catch a mean buzz pretty quick. I mean... I think she's wrong for doing this, but she is right on those two <laughs> statements. You do want to use a cheaper beer. An interesting life lesson for 15-year-olds. You know, I've got a 15-year-old son, and yeah, I, I don't know that I would be real cool with uh, him getting a tutorial on this. And this is happening in history class. There are a lot of things to learn in history that I don't know that we'd be taking up our time or should be with uh, beer pong lessons. Well, look, the, the history of beer pong. <laughs> it had to start somewhere, Kevin. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like there's other moments in history that uh, might be better suited. Is this teacher okay? That's a great question. I, I don't know. It's, it's very odd. And you you hear these stories like there's no way this kind of stuff is happening. But then you look at the news and there's all kinds of odd things that are going on. I mean, there's a story right now about this uh, one longtime Palm Beach County teacher that is possibly going to be facing a 20 to 30 day unpaid suspension for telling a young special needs student F you. Oh, oh good Lord. That's the accusation that is uh, going around. She supposedly also told a third grade student that he was stupid and he wasn't going to make it to the fourth grade. Oh, Damn. my God. Yeah. So, I you mean, know, even if you're thinking it, you don't say it. Right. They're going to be ruling on that next week at the Ugh. Palm Beach County School Board meeting. So, yesterday you got called out for saying, does Kev, Kevin never gets involved in anything? He just will you will you know put his head in the sand would you get involved if you found out cannon's uh teacher was teaching beer pong and all this stuff do you say anything i would talk to my wife about it and say hey how do you want to uh proceed on this and it might be something where i'd probably have my wife send a note be like hey just 
you know, we got a video from my son because they will. Kids record a lot of stuff. I because we have that family photo thing set up so if anybody records it all kind of goes into the family selection and i see all kinds of videos of what's going on in my kids classroom there are kids that are smuggling phones and recording stuff and it happens how many viral videos have you seen with fights and interactions between students and teachers true you know that that's happening a lot in high school classes and so i i could totally see and if my son i see a video where the history teacher is doing a tutorial on beer pong I, I don't think I would try to blow it up all the way to the principal level and I'm going to have their job or anything like that. It would just be like, hey, what are you doing kind of thing? Like, okay, could we stick to standard history curriculum? I think Virginia goes in there to talk to the teacher, but she invites her to her next rager because <laughs> this teacher is at a party, damn it. I'm just – and may, I guess now maybe I'm an old-fashioned parent because – I just want the teachers to stick to the standard curriculum. That's not old-fashioned. You... I, I feel like it is. In a weird way, I almost <laughs> feel like I'm becoming a relic because I just keep hearing all these stories. I don't know if you saw the story that just happened. A California school district just uh, had to settle with a mom uh, for $100,000 who said her daughter was socially transitioned to a boy, and they didn't tell her about it and didn't ask her consent. And they were, you know... Having her 11-year-old daughter, you know, calling her boy names and having her go to the boy's bathroom and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, I don't know. To me, can we stick with history? Can we stick with math and some of the standard subjects? I just, I don't, I don't like all this kind of so stuff. yesterday y'all said you wouldn't say anything about the vaping teacher. Do you go, do you make... Do you get involved in this as a parent for you personally? Vaping teacher? No, yesterday you both said you wouldn't even get involved if the teacher was vaping. I'm not Because that's involved. more them and they're trying right. to hide it. Right. This is Flip cup the curriculum you're pong. giving to my kid and you're talking about getting a buzz and all that. This probably, <laughs> I would lean on the side if, if my wife was strongly about like, no way, I'm not getting involved. And she's a lot like me in that respect. I probably wouldn't. But I my vote would be, I think we just send them a note. Be like, hey, can we not? do lessons about flip cup and beer pong for 15-year-old kids and talking about getting cheap beer and all that kind of stuff. There's just so much in history. I, that's a big part of it. It's Look, I know my kid knows about beer pong and all that kind of stuff. That, that's not what bothers me. It's just he's there's so much stuff in history he needs to learn. Why are we wasting our time talking about flip cup and beer pong? At least with the vaping teacher, they went back behind that big globe and hid <laughs> yeah, they were right. Yeah, that's that's them doing their thing. This, this is... teacher's going rogue. I think some teachers just kind of went through it with COVID and didn't ever get their mind back. The they other... got put through a lot during yeah, think... COVID. That changed some teachers. Yeah, one, of my teachers one of my teacher friends said some teachers, and, and sometimes it's the younger teachers, they try to fit in and be cool with the younger, with, with the kids yeah, to make them I, I, look that, more likable. That would probably be what she's saying is that I'm I'm trying to make a connection with them, and if I can be their friend and they think I'm cool and awesome, then I'll have more of an effect when I finally do get to teaching them history. Yasix does have a good point in the chat room. Beer does belong in history, though. <laughs> I, and I don't, I don't have a problem with that, but when you have beer plus beer pong, it is about binge drinking. Look, we know, we know what's going on. She's not teaching about no beer. She's t- telling them about beer pong and flip cups. She's trying to be cool. Yeah. And that's not really the approach. That's it's not going to work. But do you do you go in there and say anything? I don't know. I mean, I might mention it. I'm certainly not going to the principal. If I'm if I have anything to say to her, it's going to be to her face to face. Uh huh. 
Uh, Yasik said, uh, vaping is cool, but beer pong isn't weird. Um, you know, to explain that again, it's just that it's the teacher that is doing the vaping. And look, I'm not cool with it. I don't think it's awesome. I don't think a teacher should be vaping in class. You're just not going to get involved in it if you don't right. have to. But this she's is, doing it to herself. This is only asking, are you going to say something to the teacher? And I wouldn't about them personally vaping. If they're blowing it on my kid, I might. But if they're hiding in the corner, and I'm not going to say anything about that. But them openly teaching my kid about how to play beer pong that I, I'd probably lean on. Yeah, I think I might say something. See, my problem would be is if, if the teacher was vaping, I would start making it such a public joke with all the other parents. There's no way you would she'd be able to keep it under wrap. The, it would get back to her that people know she's vaping. Right. And you, you could you could do that pretty quick. You could. Nicknames. You could make it a thing. Hey, what's up, Miss Vapey? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll have uh, Seuss put up a KBJ TV poll. I'm just kind of curious if you found out that your 15-year-old's teacher, history teacher, was doing a tutorial on beer pong, would you say something? Yes or no? Just kind of curious about where that would be. So, interesting the stories that we're getting out of the classrooms here in South Florida, man. <laughs> Is it only week two? <laughs> it depends on what school district you're in, but yeah, it's not long into the year. Mail at kvjshow.com. You can hit us up, or you can go on ahead and go to YouTube and look for the KVJ Show to respond to our poll. KVJ. All right, well, as parents, we're trying to figure out how you would handle situations like... You see your kid's teacher vaping in class or hear words of it, or you see a video where your 15-year-old son's history teacher is actually teaching them how to play beer pong and flip cup and talking about getting cheap beer and a raging buzz. So, got a couple comments that have come in here as well about this. One said, I'm sorry, but as a teacher myself, that is so unacceptable, and I'm pretty sure it's a fireable offense as well. Now, when we ask our KBJ TV audience, if your 15-year-old's history teacher did a tutorial on beer pong, would you say something? 40% said no. We got a rowdy crowd, dog. Our chat room <laughs> likes to get turned. 40% would say no, that they wouldn't say anything. Then join them for beer pong. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, I, I think I'm uh, part of the 60%. Virginia, you officially, you in, you out. I don't know. I just know how you guys, you guys are busy, and you guys don't like getting involved in drama. I, you don't have to. I try to keep drama to a minimum, especially with my kid's teacher. I learned the hard way. If you dust up and you make issues out of things that you could brush under the rug, you make your own life and your child's life more stressful. I personally I don't think Virginia gets involved, and I think the only way you get involved, Kev, is if the queen really kind of leads that charge. She would, and, and we would still be like, hey, I, you know, I heard you did a tutorial on beer pong. You oh, know, you can would... we kind of keep it to? You could do it maybe like you were trying to help her and say, hey, I don't know if you know this, but one of the kids videoed you. I would never want that video getting right. out. So just be careful when you know when you're doing stuff like that. It could get out. You could lose your job. I don't want you to lose your job. But how bummed out is a Kevin Ralston if you're in that meeting? If you're involved in that, the, the queen makes you go. That'd be tough. That would be not a fun. Now, if I'm the 15-year-old and I'm in that class, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm like, this teacher's awesome, man. We did <laughs> beer pong today. Finally, life skills. That Honestly, that is going to get around school. I'm, I'm actually kind of shocked at the numbers, though. That, that I know. 60-40. <laughs> 
Is Only sixty percent would say something. I, I think a lot of people were just, eh, whatever. Whatever. They probably are the same way. They don't want to get involved. They got enough drama going on in their own life. Maybe. Yeah. So there you go. Well, thanks for the uh, feedback. If you ever want to uh, jump into it, go to YouTube and look for the KBJ Show, or go to kbjshow.tv. It's the KBJ Dirt of the Day. It's the KBJ Dirt of the Day. Virginia, take it away, because you know we need that Dirt of the Day. The Dirt of the Day, powered by Giving Juice. Well, this is kind of juicy. So two different celebrities. Uh, one is Sandra Bernhardt, and the other one is the band Coldplay. Both of them are having drama with their former managers. And the former managers are both saying, look, you didn't pay me for what you owed me. But Sandra Bernhardt's manager is saying that, look, I'm going to tell all the details. You cheated out charities. You had phony invoices. You would do unscrupulous, questionable, and embarrassing things. You created a hostile work environment. And you sent phony invoices out. <laughs> Dang, okay. I don't know if it would have been just uh, cheaper to keep him. He's demanding $250,000 for a breach of contract, wrongful termination, and commissions that he says he was owed. He also said that Sandra Bernhardt would cheat the comedy venues out of their cut of merchandising sales at her live performances. Kev, Sandra Bernhardt. What's her net worth, if you had to guess? Sandra Bernhardt? I'll put it at $12 million. $5 mil. $5 mil. Okay. okay. Um, also, Coldplay having drama with their former manager. I guess they fired the guy, and he is saying, look, I was your manager for 22 years. I mean, that's a long time to be the manager, and now whatever happened... It all went bad as they were preparing for this tour coming up next Uh-oh. year. Did the manager Billy Joel him like Billy Joel got back in the day? The manager stole millions of dollars and he had to go to court to win it back. Is that it, what was going on? This guy wants thirteen million from Coldplay. I don't know if he stole anything from Coldplay. It doesn't say anything about that in the lawsuit. But I guess they fired him as he was doing a bunch of work, and he says they owe him on his contract. Kev, Chris Martin's net worth, you have a guess? Chris Martin, whoa, uh, significantly more. I'm going to say that uh, Chris Martin goes to $350 million. That's a good guess. I see why you said that. 160. He's still on that. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. I thought, because they seem like they're very popular globally. Yes. I think he put a lot of money into that company, Goop. I think he lost them on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh. And finally here, Kevin Costner's estranged wife is petitioning the court to give her more money. There is a hearing that is set to continue today to determine the amount of child support that Kevin Costner has to pay. Now, she wants $200,000 a month. Wow. She says she needs $200,000 a month. For what? To be able to give the kids the lifestyle that they have with their dad. Caviar toast. 
<laughs> Caviar toast is high on the list. Beluga bread. <laughs> Beluga bread is right there on it. Yeah. Wow. She says, look, this will be how the kids have to live in two separate homes where the lifestyle should be comparable. So that's really the law. If you get used to a lifestyle, that's what you, you're, you're, you're trying to win. Is if you're rich, they, they, there's, no rags to, there's no riches to rags kind of a situation here where you go from having a lot of money and then... How good is your lawyer? A two broke girls kind of a thing. Yeah. I mean, if you have a great lawyer that knows how to finagle this, and if you have a judge that goes along with it, I mean, there is a, a fair market value that's supposed to be paid by the wealthier spouse to the one that doesn't have money. Gosh, how do you find a good lawyer? I feel like I'm like 0 for 5 in my career. Well, <laughs> I think what she's trying to say, and I don't know, I mean, does this hold water is that the kids will naturally want to be with their father more because the standard of vacation is better. They get on a private plane with their dad. They'd have to ride regular, you know, coach. On a Delta flight? Right. What? Oh. And, and, and by that, <laughs> they're going to always root and they'll wind up loving their dad more because their experiences will be better. I mean, how shallow does she think her children are? Guess what you don't get on Delta. Caviar toast. And beluga bread. Beluga bread, Kevin. <laughs> mm-hmm. This will be interesting. We'll be watching this today to see what the judge gives her. She's asking for $200,000 a month. So what will the judge decide? I guess we'll find out and we'll let you know tomorrow. And that's what's going on in your dirt. Couple celebrities having a birthday today. Chris Tucker turns 52, and Richard Gere is 74. How's the gerbil? I knew a gerbil wow, joke was I coming. I only say that just to prove a point. Rumors hurt. <laughs> <laughs> also, happy 13th birthday to our amazing son Finn. Love mom, dad, Brody, and Dutch. That's and, a cool uh, name. Yeah, I like that. There he is, holding a pig on a beach. I guess maybe that might be in the Bahamas. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, Pig Beach. My friend went to Pig Beach and a pig bit her in the butt cheek. It's really? A, yeah, she was bleeding from her butt cheek. Wow. It's a finny pig. Guinea pig, finny. His oh, name's Finn. Finn. oh, okay. Yeah. You have to explain this stuff. Yeah. I get it. That was for the kid, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the kids' bar on humor is a lot lower than adults. Kevin, you are so right about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy eighth birthday, Paisley. Every year you grow more into a sweet young lady. We're so proud of you from Mommy, Daddy, and Skylar. And there's her photo with that blue ice cream. Oh, oh Virginia, yeah. don't walk. I don't like blue ice cream, but the girl is pretty cute. That ice cream looks good. Yep. I would get so get down to eat it in front of you. <laughs> Happy 15th birthday to Lexi from Mom, Dad, Angelina, Mace the Pug, and Ghost Kitty. Also, happy birthday to Duncan, a.k.a. D3. He's the best husband of Papa Duke, Star Fur Babies, Han, Chewie, and Kenny. Love you to the Death Star and back your wife, Debbie. And uh, there's his photo on KBJ TV. Something tells me Aww. that they might be a Star Wars couple. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> say that. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> Happy birthday to our bestie Chelsea from Megs, Stephen, Allie, and Mark. And also want to wish my amazing husband happy 34th birthday. How always makes me feel special. I can only hope to make him feel the same way. That is from your family. Callie, Lorelai, Donovan, and baby Avery. And there's your family photo on KBJ TV. 
Oh, cuties. Got a birthday and a photo. Send it to us. Mail at KVJshow.com. M-A-I-L at KVJshow.com. The KVJ Show. Okay, would you rather only wear clothes that were too hot or clothes that weren't warm enough? What do you feel better? I know in this studio a lot of times it's freezing cold. <laughs> it goes hot cold, hot cold. And it is tough. And I don't love it, but I think I would rather... Be in a situation where I had clothes that weren't warm enough. Because, man, if you've ever just been, like, dying and, ugh, I'm not a big fan of sweating and being miserable. Dog, I'm suffering from frenopause. It's not <laughs> menopause. It's frenopause. Uh-huh. It's my friend over here's got it. I got sympathy pains for her. Thank you, my sister. Absolutely. <laughs> Going through it together, Kevin. Will okay. you bring my hair later? I will. <laughs> what would you rather have, Virginia? Clothes that were too hot or clothes that weren't warm enough? I guess I have to go too hot because not warm enough, being cold. I mean, that, 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 that's it's terrible. It's miserable. It I, really I can't. Is. I've done both, and I think I could deal better being hot. But you can move your body to cool down. True. And you can pour water on yourself. Mm. Yeah. Okay. There's a vision. Ralston, water. Oh, on yeah, himself. baby. That hair. Like in a flash dance video. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can just hear the views. <laughs> okay. What about this one? Would you rather have toilet paper stuck to the bottom of your foot or a big stain on your shirt? Question. Everyone notices both, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you hear the snickering. You hear the laughter. Mm-hmm. What do you think is more embarrassing? <laughs> feel like the toilet paper is because it just it, you're telling the world you just took a big old dump i agree <laughs> i think it sticks to you harder girls not necessarily i mean we could have toilet paper and be going number one so i'm taking the toilet paper because i hate when i get stains on my clothes Kev, nine out of ten women that have toilet paper on their on their shoe yeah they take it a dump <laughs> okay it's a real stat huh i could do crazy stats too <laughs> would you rather stub your toe or get a paper cut Ooh, stub my toe. I just stubbed my toe and give me the paper cut. Really? Dude, I stubbed my toe in the dark outside on the biggest it wasn't even a rock. Do we have boulders, I guess, in Florida? <laughs> I don't it it's it's still it looks like a roast beef. I thought my you toe. made a rock garden. I did, but this is this is unrelated oh, okay. to the rock garden. Oh, okay. This is a different it's a rogue rock. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. Almost like someone put it there on purpose to uh. mess with me. Hmm. <laughs> Witchy, I'm looking mm. at you. How could a rogue rock have gotten in his backyard? Exactly. His whole backyard is rogue. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You are right. <laughs> okay, would you rather end world hunger or all the wars in the world? Oh. Let's 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 break this down because you could argue the biggest war out there is the war on hunger. Oh. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I would end world hunger because I think more people Without seeing the stats, I'm guessing that more people die from that than they do from the world wars. I'm going to go with Kevin. I think you're going to get instant gratification by ending all hunger. I think it's the right move. I stand with Kevin on that. Mm. I don't know. When I see like the pictures coming out of like the Ukraine and stuff. Oh, and I the, know. The Terrible. war, it makes me so sad. and Terrible. And I, I think what are they... They were talking big numbers on those death tolls, like uh, half a million, something like that so far. But what, Horrible. But what about the commercials? Of, for 11 cents, you can feed this. You know, see what I'm saying? And it's, yeah. You have to, you have to see sad. that. They both make me sad, Kevin. Oh, I know. Oh, that's please, what I'm saying. You, oh. get to, you get to fix one, Virginia. What would you rather do? Please don't cry. <laughs> when she cried on her birthday, it was so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to cry right now just to make you mad. <laughs>
Okay, would you rather have hiccups the entire time on a first date or a noticeable booger? Hiccups. Hiccups, we can have fun, we can laugh about it. Boogers, like, uh, if we really want to make out with boogery Bob. Booger, you can pick and get rid of. Hiccups the whole night? That's awful. So you would, you'd rock the, you'd rather have your date have the booger. Yeah. Boogers are natural. So are hiccups from but, a certain but, point of view. But hiccups are like, they're going to mess up eating, it, it, drinking, talking, like everything gets messed up. I can look past the booger. Really? Okay. I don't know. You've called me out for having boogers before. It's it's pretty awful. I get called out at Bradley's for having one. I was a man that never had boogers. What's happened? <laughs> You're Booger Bob. <laughs> I'm Booger Bob. Maybe it's with their old age you get boogers. I think you get a lot with old age, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, you do. You do. Didn't you say that uh, you knew somebody had uh, hiccups it was going on like 48 hours, something like that? They went to the emergency room. And that's oh. my big... Anytime I get hiccups that last more than three minutes, I go, oh boy. It's that thing where you can never get rid of the hiccups. There was that story that girl had hiccups for, I think, it's seven years. years. Something like, yeah. I, could you imagine no. what torture that would be? Torture. Just having them for 10 minutes would ruin your day. I don't even know how you'd sleep if you had hiccups. I feel like that would be such hell and torture. And, but do you get used to it? Is that one of those things after a year, you're just... Yeah, you're can hiccup? you hiccup through your sleep? Oh. oh terrible. Man. Yeah, now I'm feeling like I want a booger. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a booger in both nostrils. The witch is right. Yeah. Stay with boogers. Hiccups is just... it's it, it, it. You couldn't do this job. You couldn't eat. Right. You couldn't enjoy going out for cocktails. You're right. I think but boogers is so eighth grade. Oh, you couldn't talk to girls because mm. what we're going to do, talk to girls and you go up to them and you're hiccuping? Yeah. They're going to be like, what's the matter with this guy? Beatboxing. Okay. <laughs> well, coming up here in a couple of minutes, got a KVJ court email, a husband and wife. Uh, they would like us to settle a debate that they have. Apparently, her husband wants his flat screen TV now. I guess like as in today. We'll find out why and why he's making this demand next. The KVJ Show. Got a little drama going on here. Husband and wife fight. And this is the subject in KVJ court today. It says my husband wants his flat screen TV now. Hmm. Okay. Well, why exactly? The email reads, my sister was over at my house on Saturday. We were drinking and having some fun. Uh-oh. She passed out on her couch, and we have this long-running joke with this pepper shaker. It's a little phallic, and I placed it strategically in her lap. Um, she then woke up, and I was standing there laughing at her because I was throwing jumbo marshmallows off her face. So she finds the pepper shaker and she hurls it at me. I dodge. It slams directly into the gigantic flat screen TV and shatters it. Oh. (laughs) I I would imagine maybe the husband's probably a little already annoyed. And then he sees his flat screen TV get shattered. He did not take it well, it says. He has had this TV for less than a year and is now demanding that it be replaced immediately, like today. He is a big Florida Gator fan, and he wants to watch their game tonight at home. He is telling me that he wants this TV replaced by the time he gets back from work. And it's not a small or cheap TV. I basically need $3,500 ASAP. Oh, he went to the Best Buy special section. And I love my TV, but 
It's not even. There's a special section you go that they, you have to. I think even they, they pat you down. It is really? fancy at. Oh yeah. Okay. Where these TVs, Virginia, they look like you're looking out a window, and they are thirty five hundred, four thousand dollars. Oh they're wow. Big, okay. They're bountiful. You can go to Badcock and finance it. Just saying. And you can go to Badcock as well. Thank you for reminding me that I do business with them. <laughs> So the wife is saying here, I don't have that to make the down. To finance it? You can finance it. It was zero down. She said to get the down payment, to get the installation today, I need more money. Mm. And my husband is, of course, refusing to chip in. He says. (laughs) He shouldn't have to chip in. He says that I need to go to my sister, and I don't think that's fair. I was the one messing around with her, and I think my husband is overreacting. It's only one game that he's going to miss, and it's only a stupid TV. See, that's where we, <laughs> this is where people start turning awful. Look, mistakes are going to happen. People are going to, things are going to break in life. But you are at fault and you are wrong. When you double down and it's just a TV and it's just a game, when you are in the wrong, I'm not a big fan of that. we got to figure this out. And as a family, that's what you're supposed to do is figure this out. Yeah. She said, if you were me, would you make a stand against your husband or would you ask your sister to pay the $500 you need for installation today? Get him a t- we gotta get a, we gotta get a TV. Yeah, you gotta do it. I don't know if you're gonna be able to do it today. If if the place that you're going needs you to put five hundred down today, go to Badcock. It's zero down. You can do that today. I don't know if they can have mm-hmm. it delivered today, but I think they can do same day delivery. This might be a situation where he might have to pony up some of the money. Look, we don't live in a perfect world. If yeah. she ain't got the money, you don't get the TV. So you might have to go out of your pocket and then work out a side deal where she pays you back or whatever. Yeah. But you, the, the, the bottom line is you want the TV for the game. That's the most important thing. That's How do it. we make well, that happen? She's dismissing him. She's like, he's being a big baby. He's going to miss one football game. I don't like that. I don't like that either because it was important to him and you should respect that. Stories like that make me afraid of marriage. I don't, yeah. I don't like it. I hear yeah, it. Yeah, because hashtag be cool. You messed it. You broke it. And if it's important to him, it should be important to you because you love him. You should look at him and go, okay, this is special. This is important. I need to do this for him because I'm the one that broke the TV. I always look at how people act after the fact. And she's acting like a, a kid. Yeah, she's thinking it was just, you know, dumb, innocent fun. And she's like, look, I mean, it's a material possession. Why are you getting so bent out of shape? We were just goofing around. It was an accident. Hey, Lushy, give me a new TV. You're drunk, you break the TV, and then you're double downing. about. It's just a game. It's a a divorce. Is make up a breakup? <laughs> okay, Oxsuits put up a poll. She wants to know, does she take a stand against the husband? Does she go to the sister for the money? Or is there another option, option C, that she needs to find? Like, maybe there's just another place? Yeah, you got to go to a place that has zero down and where you can get it installed today. I'm just keeping it real. Sometimes you married people, y'all annoying. Mm. <laughs> the KVJ Show. $3,500, that's a, that's a nice, big, fancy TV. Yes, it is. And so he is a Gator fan. They have a football game tonight he was looking forward to, and he's saying, I want this thing replaced. And so the wife is asking, well, I could stand up to my husband and tell him, no, stop being a big baby. It's a TV, and it's one football game. She could go to her sister, and I guess she needs $500 just to get the installation today, and she doesn't want to do that. She's like, my sister probably doesn't even have it. 
Um, or is there another option that's out there? Divorce. No. <laughs> Some of the comments people have uh, texted in to us at 877-979-WRMF. One person said, specialty TVs like that are not from local big box retailers. Mine I purchased in 2015. It was 5K. If somebody broke it regardless, intentionally or not, they are responsible and they must pay to fix or replace. You can tell the person who wrote that they love their TV. They love it. Don't have a party. (laughs) Or just don't mess with any salt shakers. (laughs) Don't have anybody over to your house ever. I have a feeling the husband probably wasn't thrilled that they were over there having the party they were. He was probably just kind of standing back watching it, already annoyed. Then when he sees his priceless TV go down in the fray of something he didn't like in the first place, that's why he is acting the way he is. He's low-keyed hated his sister-in-law for years. (laughs) There might be something there. There might be. Imagine if he already didn't really necessarily love her, and then she smashes his baby of a TV right before a big Florida Gator game. You can't double down when you're in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, this comment says, this baby can wait for the TV. Go Knowles. That's, they're bringing their own baggage with that. I think that's an FSU comment more than a TV comment. Okay. Because I've seen people go, I would defend, I'd defend the guy, but he's a Gators fan, so screw him. Screw this guy. You don't need a TV. People um, are bringing their bias. They are. Another person suggested option C. You can get a TV so he can watch the game tonight at Walmart for just 130 bucks. Then you have a second TV like most normal people. I think it's more about the experience. He wants his he wants his Cadillac of TVs for the big game. Is what he wants. Probably he he's probably co- has had it. He's, well, he's probably sitting there cozy with his snacks with well, the big screen. If he's had it, and I think she said about six months, he hasn't had it last football season. Oh, this will be the first. This was the first. He's a big oh. Florida Gator game. They are <laughs> national TV playing a good opponent tonight, and he was. This was his debut. He's probably been looking forward to this for a very long time, and so he's. Imagine how seething he is now when she's saying it's just a TV, you big baby, and it's just one stupid football game. <laughs> Already, the rage built up inside of him. I'm sure is stoked to a higher level. To me, that's where it turns awful. Is mm-hmm. I look, you, people get turned, they do stupid things, things are gonna break in life, but it's when you oh grow up or it's just a game or blah blah blah. You're double downing on douche at that point. The turnaround might just be too quick for tonight's game, too. I mean, you might be going to Buffalo Wild Wings. It might be. How many sponsors are gonna try to work in? <laughs> and then after the game you can lay in a sleep number bed. Keep your number at hundred. <laughs> we like it firm. <laughs> I mean, you're a smart, hey, we gotta pay the bills around here. It's a machine <laughs> oh over there. I've by buds. Is you got a side deal going on that you're unaware of? No, I just I, it made fits. <laughs> okay, uh, let me see. So far, breaking down in the uh, poll action, should you go to the sister for a down payment? That is the top answer. Fifty-five percent say that this wife needs to go to her sister and be like, "Hey, you know what? You threw the pepper shaker through the TV. You need five hundred bucks. We got to get this done for my husband today." I mean, everyone on the show, if you were involved, in, let's say you and sister do that, I know for a fact your sister would try to offer something to make it right because that is hashtag be cool. Right. So, I mean, the two sisters, if they were both cool, should split the cost of the TV. There's nothing worth downing? One of them started the fight by putting the pepper shaker there, and the other one threw the pepper shaker. So, it's kind of a 50-50 blame. 
Mm-hmm. It's now starting to go the other. People are saying definitely break up. <laughs> the more we talk about it. Okay. It. 34% believe in doing something different. Uh, kind of like uh, JJ who called in from the Pizzle, same thing. Said just go to Walmart, get a 55-inch for 300 bucks, and then return it after the game. I'm sure for him, it's like, this was the TV. I was going to watch this game on. You know, so there's a little bit of that. So oh. I do kind of get that. And only 10% are with his wife saying, yeah, you should stand up your husband and be like, suck it. it may, that makes baby. sense. It, yeah. 10%. So that is not the popular option on that. Go to the sister. <laughs> be like, hey, we got to make this happen. We goofed around. We destroyed his TV before his big game. So help me out. I, I don't hate that. Yeah, one out of 10 usually ruin, ruin everything. You're 10%. right. And then they double down jerk yeah, 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 on top 10%. of it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're about right on that. Always love to uh, get these people, though, with their uh, random and unusually strong opinions. We always ask on the KBJ Show Facebook page. If you're not following us, go find it and do that right now. It's a smart thing for you. Some of the responses that uh, we got, I do actually like this idea. I don't think it's too crazy. Toilet brushes should have a handguard like swords and knives do to stop your hands sliding down into the danger area. <laughs> I, I think we have not really cornered the market yet. With We could do bathrooms better. When's the last time they really improved the, the toilet brush? I do like the little one now that has its own little stand and its own little door. So it's kind of like... It's cooler than they used to be back in the day. I know what you mean, but it's, it just adds so much more bulk to your bathroom. It's so annoying, and it's it's gross too. It mm. is pretty gross. I'm not sure you should ever have a toilet brush or plunger ever in sight of company. They make them now where they're disposable little pads on the end of the little brush, and you just throw it away because reusable toilet brush is gnarly. Mm. I just feel like we could do better with the toilet. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, okay, I'm not hating that opinion there. Uh, what do you think about this one? It says, people who are so lazy that they wear their PJs to the free breakfast at Days In shouldn't be allowed to eat. At least put on the dirty clothes you wore yesterday. I've done that. I've worn my PJs to the buffet. They believe you shouldn't be allowed to eat. That's the sexiest thing you've ever said. <laughs> and she did it in a sexy whisper. She did. Hey, kid, I went down to the bathroom my PJs, and I got eggs. Oh. Jumped down to the key of Gollum. You know I ate hard-boiled eggs. Hard-boiled eggs. All right. Please stop talking. <laughs> uh, do you agree with that? Obviously, Virginia doesn't. Do you I care do how not. people are dressed at no, the buffet? No, I mean, that bothers me. I mean, Look, you wear PJs to work. People get so bent out of shape about what people are wearing. Well, they just walk down the hall, too. They're not physically going outside. They're going from their hotel room to the buffet. And the buffet closes at 10. And what if you just woke up at 9.45 and realized you got to run down there and get your free eggs? Yeah, I think if you if it's really making you that gassed up, you probably need more hugs in your life. Okay. I don't think you're getting hugged enough. Worry less about what people are doing and worry more about yourself. This uh, comes in from the weird baby name discussion we had earlier in the show. New parents should be forced to choose their baby's name from a proper old-fashioned book of baby names instead of dipping their hand in a bag of Scrabble tiles and making one up from whatever random letters they pull out. (laughs) That person's angry. It's getting pretty goofy out there, though. (laughs) And I love goofy. (laughs) It says here, stop dressing your kids in band t-shirts. It makes them and you look like a knob. Little Ollie doesn't like the Ramones and neither do you. Damn, I, I feel like we need to, the world needs some hugs out there. <laughs> I used to put Rocco in Metallica stuff. It looked cool. To me, that's uh-huh. how you get kids to learn about right. that stuff. He had a Metallica onesie, and then it had these fake sleeves that make it look like he had tattooed sleeves. It's awesome. I thought it was cool. 
Another uh, random strong opinion. Women with fake boobs should be restricted to only dating men with hair pieces. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, you both can speak on this. Yeah, you got a hair piece and I got fake boobs. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. We're made for each other. You guys are the perfect match. <laughs> We'd kill each other in about 45 minutes. <laughs> I would help Kevin. Oh, <laughs> that was quick. Okay, then I'm taking Denny's. <laughs> okay, come on. We love you. Denny's ain't killing anybody. No. Uh, another uh, randomly strong opinion. Elevators from the ground floor should go to the highest floor first, then come down to the rest. This will soon stop the lazy wads from taking the elevator for just one flight of stairs. Okay. Some people can't step downstairs. I agree. I don't. I don't agree with that. One. <laughs> That's not nice. Mm-hmm. So especially in this building where we are. So we're in a building that now has like a lot of medical offices below us, and there's a lot of old people. I mean, really old people coming in and out of this building. I would not expect any of them to take a stare. They take a stare. That stare could take their life. I've taken the stairs before. It's a dangerous game. Yes, it is. And another uh, unusually strong opinion. Forget the Freemasons, the Illuminati, and the Mafia. You're never going to find a harder group to infiltrate than a group of moms waiting at the carpool line. (laughs) Okay. Apparently, this is a mom that's uh, on the outside looking in. Aww. Yeah. All right. Got an usually strong opinion about something. You can text it into us, 877-979-WRMF. Y'all ready to laugh? Yeah, I need it. Okay, baby. A joke jury on the way next. KVJ. Who wants to laugh their ass off? Ooh, I know I do. Ha, 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 ha. He wrote some funny punchlines just for me and you. It's Danny's Joke Jury. Who's ready to laugh? <laughs> All right, Denny's got some homegrown comedy for us. We're going to be the jury and let them know what's hitting and what is missing. All right, what you got for us today, Denny's? All right, joke one. What delivery service will bring food to people you've broken up with? I don't know. What uh, food delivery service will do that? FedEx. Oh. oh. FedEx. Smart comedy. Bam. FedEx. Wow. Look at you. A thinker there right off the bat. <laughs> Second joke, uh... What did they think the man? Uh, why did they think the man was murdered with salad? I don't know. Why did they think he was murdered with salad? Because they found his romains. Oh, oh <laughs> I love murder comedy. <laughs> I joke. love salad. Yes. Uh, third joke. Uh, what do whales wear when they're feeling fat? I don't know. What do they wear when they're feeling fat? A shamumu. Oh, <laughs> nice. Jimmy loves that. She I loves do. A I love a mumu. Yeah. It's so cozy. It looks comfy. very comfortable. Yeah, it is. I'll mm-hmm. get you one. You want one? Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, fourth joke. Uh, what do police read when they arrest you on a covered porch? I don't know. <laughs> what do they read? Your veranda rights. <laughs> <laughs> four for four, kid. Yeah, yeah right. To be in shade. <laughs> uh, and final joke. Uh, why are confectionists so kinky? I don't know why our confection is so kinky. Because they're into bunt stuff. Oh. Oh, bunt well. stuff. Confectionist, <laughs> there you go. Okay, I think we call that a five for five. It was pretty solid round. Nice it's work. The KVJ, dirt of the day. It's the KVJ. Dirt of the day. Virginia, take it away. Because you know we need that dirt of the day. The dirt of the day, powered by Giving Juice. Well, in case you saw it yesterday, Ellen DeGeneres is not dead. Oh, thank God. 
Now, this is uh, not the first time that people have put out a death hoax on Ellen. She dealt with this back in 2020 when the hashtag RIP Ellen started trending and blowing up on Twitter. Yesterday, though, you know what they said? They said she died after she jumped off the roof of a house on purpose. So, yeah, if you see that anywhere, Ellen is very much alive. Thank goodness. Not dead. Uh, Also not dead, the former Bachelorette contestant Josh Sider. Now, they had pictures of him all over TMZ yesterday, and they were like, oh, this guy from The Bachelor killed himself. And... There was it was like asking for condolences, and his family was asking for privacy. And the guy was so hot, it got lots of clicks because he was like really ripped and built. And everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, gone too soon, gone too hot." Josh Sider is not dead either, but this one sounds a little fishy because he was silent for 18 hours after his death was announced on social media. He says he was hacked, but I don't know. This one sounds fishy. If you if you were hacked, wouldn't you come on there and say, "Okay, I'm not dead. I was hacked." I feel like he was just sitting there watching everybody like say how sad they were that he was gone. So I mm. think it probably really happened to him, and I think his team goes, "Dude, we let's milk this. Your name is all over the headline. <laughs> it I, was. I guarantee that's what they told. They, they, it was they were, everywhere. I clicked on it because I didn't remember him from The Bachelorette. I was just like, oh, what a shame. They, He's so hot. They want to stay in that news cycle as long as they can. So that is definitely a strategy. Uh, str- tr- strategic move. Strategery. I just had a stroke. <laughs> Strategy, baby. (laughs) And finally here, uh, Post Malone has just lost 60 pounds. He went from 240 to 180. How did he do it? Quitting soda. Quitting soda. Look, I've done it before, too, and it does work. To the point where if you're a big soda drinker, you don't even have to exercise when you quit soda. The 10 pounds is going to fly off your body. Now, don't go back to the diet soda. Don't do that. If, if you cut out soda completely, give it up, man. I'm telling you what. There's not. You don't have to do that much to, to see that first initial weight loss. Who needs soda when you have vodka lemonade? Man, it's just when you're raised on it, you become addicted. It's it's been a, a devil on my back. He's yeah. only 28. Post Malone, way too young to be doing all that up and down and the sodas. You're young. He's a baby. There's other things I think Post might be more concerned about than soda than he does in his life. <laughs> She's on, give a lecture about soda. He does a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, my wife uh, was actually looking yesterday, I think it was on TikTok, and she's like, my gosh, she's like, he looks really good. You know, for Post Malone, in fact, um, if you're watching uh, YouTube right now and uh, KBJ TV, this is the photo that uh, everybody was talking about, but uh, you can see kind of where he was as to where he is now. And wow, I mean, that's a, a major difference. That's a major, that's a major difference. difference. I mean, look at him right now. So, congratulations to him. That's and you wonder too. Impressive. Did the quitting of the soda lead to other changes? Because sometimes that that's what happens. You mm. you do one thing and then it. Because that, that might not yeah, all be just it, soda. It could be. Did I he get a little bit of that semi-glutide? There might be something yeah. else just quitting soda. Let me tell you, that semi-glutide works quick. He's like rock star thin now. I, I don't think quitting just soda is going to do that, but I do think it, it helped him lose that It's pretty initial, drastic, though, right? Dude, he looks like a different person. He does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He does, but good for him. He's very likable. So likable. Lovely in interviews. And that's what's going on in your dirt.
It's time for viral audio. Hey, yeah, beautiful hair. They can't hear me because they're listening to Kids Fox. We got weights and fit. There we go. All right, are you impressed with this or not so much? A guy who can play uptown funk just making fart noises with his hands. Pretty impressive. Okay. At least this crew. for that has anybody ever taken the world's greatest hand farters and I'll, put them in a contest i'd put them against anybody okay control of the melody should we oh, should amazing. we then have a hand fart off and bring the world's greatest talents here to south florida it's one of those things though if you if you went to go see a hand fart con- concert it would get old in about probably two minutes we struggled with the armpit farts can anybody in here do a hand fart <sighs> to that level Kevin. Oh, I hear you and I see you. I need a lot of uh, I need a lot of training to get to. I mean, this guy's level. I mean, this is impressive. It really is. I mean, that's pretty good. If we're talking about just straight up hand farts, that's very impressive. Yeah. So I'm I'm a long way off. I see greatness in you, though. Keep working over there. Yeah, yeah. we see something in you. Okay, I'm just a novice. I mean, I'm sure he wasn't that great on day one either. Well, you just got to practice. Just don't practice when you're driving. Okay, that's true. It is tough. Yeah, good plan. All right, coming up here in just a couple minutes, we're going to be testing our debate skills and what we call master debater. My KVJ show. All right, we're going to be testing out our debate skills here in a little contest we call Master Debater. We got uh, four people on the KVJ show myself, Virginia Jaybird, and Denny's going to be going head to head, and then we'll take the winner of each round and put them in our championship. But you don't vote on who. The, the opinion you agree with, you vote on their arguing skills. You may not agree with what Kevin says, but if he crushes the argument, you have to vote for the person who does the better job debating. Yes. People get confused. Like, oh, I, I hate that subject. I hate that person. I'm going to vote against you. Mm-hmm. It's the, the skill of the argument. Skill of the argument, absolutely. So I drew Jaybird in oh the first gosh. round. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. That was quick. He hates to go first. And against a, a, a giant. <laughs> so, do you want to uh, defer and go second? I, yeah, you know my. I, I, yeah, I know it's usually your MO, so we don't have to bother with the coin here. Don't even bother. <laughs> Unless you want to just flip it for the smell of it. Hebert uh, goes that uh, route. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to do a poll in the KBJ TV chat for each round. And again, it is about the quality of the argument you make, not how you feel about it. So the goal is when you start off here, you get to choose the side of the argument that you want. Uh, According to the master debater clock, you're going to have 15 seconds. When you hear the buzzer, that means you got to shut up and let your opponent give their side of the argument. Okay, the first topic that we have here, Publix was right 
to stop making hurricane cakes. Okay, that is uh, one thing that they stopped doing. Publix was right to stop making hurricane cakes. Publix was not right to stop making hurricane cakes. I know people are complaining, but people are going to complain about everything. If people want to order them as a specialty cake, they should be allowed to order them as a specialty cake. You got to start bending to the small minority woke mob. Publix is a corporation, and the only thing they care about at the end of the day is money. And when you've got people that have died in hurricanes, that's going to affect the bottom line. Not only financially, it's going to affect how you look publicly. Sorry, Kevin, but you are wrong. Whoa. Oh. oh. All right. Okay. <laughs> Get the uh, first 10 votes here. Who won round one? Is it uh, me or is it the bird? Okay. We're getting the uh, votes tabulated here real quick. And bird gets the win. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Okay. It's a lot. Dude. Look at you. Okay. The pressure. That's a big point. <laughs> a lot of pressure. Okay. You're going up against the Kevin Rolston. I'm honored. <laughs> Okay, Bird, next point we have here. Hurricanes are the worst kind of natural disaster. Hurricanes are the worst kind of natural disaster. Okay, I'll start the clock when you start your argument. Hurricanes are not the worst natural disaster. You've got four to five days to prepare a tornado. That comes out of the blue. That can wreck and kill your family like that. No, hurricanes is one of the more safer ones because, my friends, you have time to prepare. Hunker up because you might... <laughs> they are the worst because they've got tornadoes in them that spiral off and you still get that same damage. Plus, you put in the storm surge that just wipes out homes. People can't get away from it. It has everything all into one. That's why it's the worst. Mm. Okay. It's a tricky one. It's a, it's a, it's a hurricane beat Ralston. <laughs> a lot of good points being made. A lot of good points. Okay. Let's see. All right. Who had the better <laughs> argument in round two? It's Jaybird again. What? Wow. <laughs> the, the front part was, was good. It fell apart at the back end. I don't know. But uh, thank you, chat room. Okay. <laughs> if, you, if you want, we can do it again. No, no, if no, no, no. Your heart, I mean, hey, not- it's what the people say. They voted you into the championship. I mean, I heard a cat believe it. Uh, <laughs> I love your hurricane banter. Careful, you just spilled water on Denny. I he's, know, and he's wearing, he's wearing, Come on. He's wearing electronics. Get I'm it so, together I'm over so. there. <laughs> okay, so now we've got uh, Virginia versus Denny's here. Okay, oh, yeah. we got heads and tails. Virginia, I will let you choose as I uh, flip the coin. Call it in the air. What do you want, heads or tails? Heads till I'm deads. Heads till she's deads. And it is going to be heads. Oh. Virginia, you get to go first in this, unless you want to defer. I'll go first. Okay. Why not? Right, yeah. Yeah. I'll go first, yeah. Supposedly the better choice. Okay, you're taking on. <laughs> I don't know. The guy that deferred just won. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, so, I just got, I got crushed. KVJ just bam and never bam. goes with the stats. Yeah. <laughs> We're always goofy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know about you, Kev, but I'm kind of uh, I'm pretty anxious to see how this whole thing ties yeah, out I know. the witch and Sweet Denny's. <laughs> it's gonna have a weather theme to it, like the last one. It seems like the last one was all hurricane themed. Is this yeah, one? this has got kind of a theme right. as well. Like yeah, you it. got a different category here. Okay. Yeah, so. All right, I like it. Yeah. 
Okay, so uh, this theme is kind of uh, more on female pop stars. Ooh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Great. not Denny's forte. <laughs> Sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay, the first topic here in round two of Master Debater, Taylor Swift has surpassed the legend of Elvis and the Beatles in their prime. Taylor Swift now is bigger than Elvis and the Beatles ever were. That's a hot rod. Even in their prime. It's a hot rod topic right there, my friend. Hot rod topic. Virginia, I'll start the clock when you start the argument. Taylor Swift has not suppressed Elvis and the Beatles. Think about Beatlemania. Think about how crazy everyone went for the Beatles and Elvis. Now we have too many choices. It's just a matter of so many options. Not everybody goes crazy for Taylor these days like they did for Elvis and the Beatles. Taylor Swift is selling out arenas. She's selling albums. She's redoing past albums to re-put her music out there. People are only talking about Taylor Swift. They are not talking about the Beatles and Elvis. In fact, I don't even think any of us even remember that Elvis movie that came out. It was terrible. Am I close? That's such a hard topic. She took the side I wanted. <laughs> she just the Elvis movie. She just the Elvis movie. She took my side. Oh, oh man! Wow. Against what uh, I believe. That was a great battle. Okay. All right. Virginia's gonna take round one. Fifty-five uh, percent of the vote. It was actually close. It was good. Uh, yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay, Denny's, you get to start here on round two. This topic, Britney Spears needs a new conservatorship full of reasonable restrictions. Okay, a new found conservatorship is what Britney Spears needs. That is the topic. I'll start the clock when you start the argument. Britney Spears does need a new conservatorship installed just because look at what has happened. Originally, we thought maybe she didn't need it anymore because she was showing signs of improvement. But we have seen that, yeah, left to her own devices, she does kind of put up off-putting material and it's kind of making people talk. She might need that conservatorship back. Britney Spears does not need a new conservatorship, even if it's reasonable restrictions. That's what put her in this mental state in the first place was all the conservatorship restrictions. Y'all broke Britney. I believe in freedom. Leave Britney alone. Oh. Freedom! Wow. Britney alone. She, she ends with... Oh. At the end, Denny's. Mm-hmm. Good. Oh. It's good. It's fanfare. <laughs> okay. It is. Not based on how you feel, but who presented the better <laughs> argument in this round two of the second oh, round man. of Master Debater, what? and that round is going to go to Denny. Oh! oh! Baby, what? we got a championship round coming up, and I'm <laughs> here for it. <laughs> Wow. Yes. Okay. I, I'm really enjoying y'all debate. <laughs> I'm glad. It's a lot more fun to watch, isn't it? It's, it's so much more fun. So much more Way fun. less pressure. Yes. Way more pressure when Way you're debating. Way less sweaty palms. Yes. <laughs> okay. So here we go. All right, Virginia, you get to start off this part of the argument. This is to see who will meet Jaybird in the championship of Master Debater. The topic is... Fast car done by Luke Combs is better than the original done by Tracy Chapman. Okay. Virginia, I'll start the clock when you start the argument. 
Fast Car by Luke Combs is not better than the original by Tracy Chapman. Okay, that song, her voice, she wrote it, and you can feel those lyrics. That was her story. She put it in front of us. Her just her her tone. I'm sorry, Luke. You're not that great. I like the updated Luke Combs version better. It, it's a better told. It's a better sounding song. I think that it's a time that we need a song like that. He not only brought it back and made it even bigger than it was before, but he brought it back at the appropriate time that we needed it as a nation. <laughs> <laughs> I was stretching for a minute. What? what? <laughs> uh, I'm fighting for my life, Cam. as a nation. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's the song we need right now. As a nation. It's the song we didn't know we needed, but yeah. we got it. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay, so who won round three? Who is going to meet a bird in the championship of Master Debater? It is going to be Virginia. Oh. Taking the dub. But it was, it was oddly close. Denny's did get 44% of the vote. Yes. I would have voted for Denny's. Yes. America's in a fragile place right now. We need to get we need the song we needed. Oh, man. Pretty amazing. Okay, so here we go. Virginia versus the bird in the championship of Master Debater. It's so much more fun to watch than play. Uh, someone calls this a grudge match. Yeah. Okay, wow. And coming up here in a second for the championship, I do see there is a theme of space. Uh-oh. Oh, space? Oh, yep. Space? Advantage bird. Can Virginia even <laughs> compete in the championship? We'll find out next. It's KBJ. All right, it's time for the championship of Master Debater. Virginia versus Jaybird. I got to tell you, there is a little bit of a space theme going on here with the championship round. Space? Space, Virginia, yes. I, I, I hate space. Don't fret. I destroy all the things I love in life. You're wearing a space shirt. Yeah, like I said, I destroy all the things I love in life. You're good. <laughs> you belong here. You made it to the dance. <laughs> I don't know. I voted for Denny's. <laughs> Okay, so Virginia, we're going to let you start because Jaybird loves to defer. Okay. So you get to pick the side of the argument that you want here. The first topic in this best out of three in the champion, Chip. The government should release all information about what they know regarding UFOs and aliens. They should release all the information. Okay, I will start the clock. When you start your argument, you'll have 15 seconds to hear that buzzer. The government should release all the info they have about UFOs and aliens. Look, we're big boys. We can handle the information. Why keep people in the dark? That's why we have a government. We pay your salaries, and now you're keeping things from us? I don't like secrets. Tell me what's going on. It's a terrible idea. We as humans couldn't even handle the fact that we were running out of toilet paper when we weren't even running out of toilet paper. We lost our minds. COVID proved that humans can't even handle an epidemic here on planet Earth. You think we as a species could handle people from a different galaxy? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who had the stronger argument? Not how you feel, but who had the stronger argument? If you're watching us on YouTube right now, look for KBJ. You can go and cast your vote. Who do you think had the stronger argument in that? And getting past 50 votes already... 70% goes to Jaybird. He wins round Wow. Okay. Nauseous over here. Okay. 
The next topic that we have for the championship, and Bird, you could end it here if you get this as well. There is no truth to astrology. It is bunk. All right, Bird. There is no truth to astrology. I dated a girl who believed in it, and she was a psycho. She based her life on astrology. Her life was a wreck. And not only was her life a wreck, so was her mom. She believed in astrology. Their entire family and friend circle believed in it. They were out of their minds. Terrible luck. I love astrology. I think it's so cool, and there's absolutely truth to it. I believe, Jay Bird, you are everything, Taurus. I am everything, Leo. It is so spot on. My husband is a Pisces. 100% I believe in astrology. Okay. All right. That is Virginia's argument. Who made the stronger case? If Bird gets the win here, it is all over. And once again, he is the master debater. Okay. Come on, space shirt. We are just past, wow, 75 votes. And with 58% of the vote, Jay Bird wins it. Oh, my gosh. He did not lose one. I can't believe it. He got Look them at all. You. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Bird is the winner just like that. I just got one question. Yep. Where are my birdies at? <laughs> They're voting. <laughs> they are voting. All right. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, Bird, since you love him in Master Debater, you're going to love him in What Did I Lick? Oh. Yeah. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. KVJ. All right, it is time for a fun little round of What Did I Lick? We're going to be blindfolding the bird, strapping a shot collar on him. He's going to come back in. He's going to lick an item, and he's going to have three guesses to figure out what it is. You want me to get out of here? Yeah, get on out of here. We'll describe to everybody that is listening what the item is that you're going to be licking and what will be considered a correct answer to save you from the shock collar. Okay, Virginia, you brought in an item. I think it might be easy for him to get. <laughs> but he's going to be mad he had to lick it. Okay, what did you bring in for him to lick today? Well, I went to happy hour at Love Street, and so it was a dollar oyster night, buck a shuck. Okay, I think that's because they were two weeks old, right? <laughs> I asked for the oldest one they had. Yeah, what's the oldest oyster you guys have in this place? <laughs> I brought him a live, uh, not, uh, not a live, a raw oyster. Raw oyster, okay. Yeah, it's in the Hold shell. Hold on, let me see what it looks like. Okay, so you got the shell that could help him out, and then you've got the squishy, gelatinous-type meat that's just <laughs> laying there. They don't keep well. I had it in my purse for a while. Oh, my gosh. Our waitress was like... You want me to wrap up one oyster? Why? Yeah, that is kind of an odd request. <laughs> she looked at me like I was a psychopath. Yeah, but he must say oyster. He can't say clam. He can't say crustacean. Right. To, to make this, to get a correct answer. It smells, too. Smell it. So clam would be a wrong guess. Clam would be wrong. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's pungent. I had it in my purse for a while. I was at happy hour. It was in the sun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's nice and chilled now. Okay, so we'll blindfold the bird. We'll bring him in here. But it's got a taste. It's got a smell. It's got a lot of texture. So much texture. A lot of clues on this. I would imagine he gets it. He hates this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's bring see him how in. he does here. All right. Denny's is leading in the blindfolded bird right now. Shot collar is strapped to his leg. Okay, he's helping him over here to his chair. You can see he's wearing a shirt that has a sloth riding a dinosaur. In space. In space, of course. Everything you'd want in a good shirt. This old thing? Yeah. <laughs> Where you get uh, an item like that? It's got to be something online, right? Oh, everything I get online. Nobody does the weird stuff down here locally. Okay. 
All right. So, Bird, Virginia's going to help you to the item with your tongue for what did I lick. You're going to have three guesses here. Okay. Yeah, there is a smell. You already smelling something? I do. What do you smell? Fear. Fear. <laughs> okay. All right. You know how this goes. Open up, sweet baby. Okay. Tongue is out. Tongue is forward. Remember, you can't chew on it. You can't put it in your mouth. You can only lick Ow. it. You can only lick it. Oh, his lip. No, I, you broke my tooth. What was that? <laughs> what the hell? Is that a rock? Why are you licking with your tooth? That one's on you. No, that's you. Shakes over here. <laughs> Whatever. I see what you've done to Kevin. No offense, but I don't know if you're the right person. Okay. <laughs> All right, any context clues, any uh, smells, any textures, any tastes that you're getting to help you out here, Bird? Well, it felt like a rock, but it tastes like an alley cat. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. So, uh, <laughs> what have we learned here, Bird? Mm-hmm. Can, may, may I lick, do, I, do I have to guess or can I lick it again? Or what? You can go ahead and lick again if you like. All right. You can try one more time here. Oh, jeez. Okay. He's, he, Put your comes in, out. he comes in fast. Okay. All right, tongue is out. Remember, again, that's all you can oh, use is your tongue. It's cat food. It's cat, <laughs> it's cat food. food. That's, my, that's my guess. Cat food, that is an incorrect oh, guess. It is it. not cat food. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. You've got two guesses left here. It's clearly something from an ocean. Okay. Something tastes, from an ocean. It tastes like a seagull. Okay. A seagull. <laughs> a seagull. I know okay. it's not a seagull, but it's got that, you know, that, that pier-type smell, yes. feel. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to lick it again, sweet baby? Are you getting a taste from yeah. it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Very feline. Feline. Okay. <laughs> dirty, dirty feline. Dirty feline. Dirty cat. Oh, yeah. Alley cat. Is it cat pervert? It is. Okay. Right, let me, let me uh, one more time. Here we go. Tongue out. All right. Bird once more. He's blindfolded. He's licking this item, trying to guess what it is. He's wasted one guess. He's got two more. Before he gets an electric shock. Man, that is straight up canal. Okay. What is your like canal, dog? What is your second guess, Bird? That is some kind of a crustacean of sorts. Okay, like we need a, a specific name. Uh, let's go for the smell of it. Oyster. It is an oyster. Wow. There you go, Bird. Look people, at you. Oh, people like that crap. Yeah, Virginia <laughs> loves it. It's, it is, yeah. I was having it's them a very last night. Dish. It, you know what it feels like? It feels like that fake boob you gave me. Oh, yeah, the, the, the implant. The, the, the one that looks like a chicken cutlet. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It feels like that. It don't taste like that. Have you ever <laughs> once eaten an oyster? Yes. I, I shucked him, funny enough, in Tallahassee at an FSU tailgating party. But we didn't go to the game, and I was there shucking, and I, I remember thinking, everyone was so excited about shucking oysters, so I got excited for it. And then I got in, and I go, guys, this sucks so bad. You say shucking or sucking? <laughs> it was not your thing, huh? All hard work for that little measly, disgusting, gross crustacean. Of the gray yeah. meat. Oh, t- tasting like an alley cat. <laughs> okay, not a big fan. No. The KVJ Show. Ow! Dumbass criminals to talk about, baby. It's the whacked out news. People breaking the law. Ha ha, fighting in the nude. Ha, drunk people pooping in the street. Ha ha, it's the whacked out news. So many people are meth. Ow!
If you really want to get your ex's goat, do you think you would know what their hot button is and how you could get them enraged and pretty quick? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Apparently, the ex of 30-year-old Rashad McGriff also knew how to get his goat because she did something that got him so upset. He went and did something to her he shouldn't and got arrested. This went down Tuesday in Vero Beach. She sent him a picture of another guy's junk and said, yeah, you see this? Yours is a lot smaller. Oh, no. He didn't text her back. She she says he showed up at her house around midnight and then attacked her. And by the time the cops got there, she had a bloody nose. Oh, my gosh. She said that he had grabbed her by the neck and punched her in the face. And now he's facing battery and burglary charges. And his... Mugshot is all over the place, and he's now featured on the Whacked Out News for having a tiny peen. Wow. Damn. It's the one know. thing we can openly make fun of. There's no... He no there's, there's rights for everybody these days, but the, the tiny penis man, they still it's, still it's still a punchline. He's now branded to a tiny peen story, and he got arrested on yeah. top of it. It's a lot. Who won that round? He's not going to be able to... Sh- he might need to move. He might need <laughs> to just go to an island, chill. Not go online. Yeah. Don't read the comments. Do not read the comments. It's tough. Luckily, your daughter, Magnolia, she fared pretty well with Hurricane Adalia yeah, up there in Tallahassee. She slept right through the hurricane. It was a Cat 3, and she slept right through it. That's kind of what you want, right? Oh, it's ideal. If you're scared of hurricane, I like I like watching them. But yeah, I know people that are legit scared. They If you can fall asleep, that's what you got to do. Yeah. Now, there are some people that actually wound up enjoying the storm, including this manatee that uh, loved the flooded intercoastal and took the opportunity to kind of just graze up onto somebody's grass and have Aww. a little snack before going back into the intercoastal. You know me. I am a fanatee of the manatee. We are, we're all fanatees here. And yeah. they love to eat grass, they so do. it gave him a little extra food supply. Yeah, the manatee slid into number two of my all-time favorite animal. It goes dogs one, manatees number two. They, they, they took out llamas. Llamas are mean. I used to love llamas <laughs> until nope. I met one. The yeah. llamas spit on him on his birthday. And they try to run me over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not good. Yeah. Here's somebody talking about the manatee they saw in their yard. It's a manatee eating the grass. Unbelievable. He's swimming. He loves it. He's having, some, he's having like a little extra food. Oh, how Aww. sweet is that, huh? I- just, I, want, I know you're not supposed to, but I want to hug a manatee. Don't do it. It's Don't wrong, do it. But just their aura. You know what I mean? You just, they just, yeah, they're just so lovable. They are. Huggable. I wonder if you were like a marine biologist, if you'd be allowed to hug them. That's a great question. You're working on them and you're helping them. Like, I, I like, bet you they get to hug them. I feel like that's an, uh, that's an animal that will, would become emotionally invested in a relationship. And like he tries to hug you back with his little flappers. Wow, I mean, gosh, I want it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a big fan. Big fanatee of that manatee. Thank you. Well, this is an animal that uh, maybe you will not love as much. They say that a bunch of crates filled with 5 million bees <gasps> fell off a truck near Toronto yesterday. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. What is it? Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Nicholas Cage was there? 
Yeah, that, yeah, that was a live cut from the bee epidemic that they had yesterday. Is the, the Nicolas Cage bee clip one of your favorite clips? I love it. It's, I love it. It's, it's so, it's so over dramatic. So over dramatic. The acting on it is just absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, unfortunately, they say the uh, first beekeeper that they sent out there to try to corral these five million bees had to be checked out by paramedics after being stung quite a few times. Whoa. We've been trying to get a bee. He must not be that good of a beekeeper, because this is like rule number one, don't get stung. He needs to be looking for a new job. (laughs) (laughs) There's a a 55-year-old guy in Idaho got arrested after pulling a gun on a teenager who knocked on his neighbor's door. He thought the kid was up to no good, but the kid was just there to ask a girl to homecoming. Can we not react so aggressively to everybody coming to our door? Why is that all of a sudden became such a thing now? It's insane, yeah. People are overdoing it. Look, I I get it. I'm not a huge fan when people just randomly are showing up at doors, but come on. You don't have to greet them with a gun. Well, if people can knock on your door, I mean, are they holding an axe? What are you freaking out about? Get a ring doorbell camera, take a look at them, see what's going on out there. If you see it's a kid, you probably don't need to pull a gun. Well, there's an inmate who escaped from jail on a jet ski last year. <laughs> this sounds like an action movie. Yeah. They got him back in custody, but then as he was on work detail, he was in this field near the prison, and he saw his opportunity, took off, ran down, and jumped into the Mississippi River. Why did y'all let him back out? Yeah, he yeah. already left once on a jet ski. I mean, this guy just, to him, he sees a body of water. All he sees is escape. Well, How what, could you be a bigger flight risk? If you if you knew you are going to be in prison for your whole life, wouldn't you constantly think about escaping? And if you could, wouldn't you try to go? You'd have to take that chance. I wonder how long he's in for because he keeps adding time. <laughs> You're right. Every well, time he does it. Was it only a, a year sentence? <laughs> right. <laughs> There's uh, three people in China. They were in an elevator when it suddenly plunged. No. If you go online, you can see some crazy security footage of it. Can you imagine being on a plunging elevator? How many stories did it plunge? You have to see the video because I don't know if you can even tell. It's just a blurry mess. I thought we talked about it where modern day elevators, they have that break thing and they don't plunge. Maybe and- not in China. Well, dang. I, th- I think, the, I think the, the, that they all have the propensity or ability to plunge. I mean, what if the anti-plunge thing breaks? Even the one here at work could plunge. I mean, I think they could all plunge. Well, what am I doing? Stop it, Bird. You're listening to her. She has no idea about elevators. <laughs> and I listen to you like, like you know. Yeah. Let's take the stairs. <laughs> She's Today, telling you a, a bunch of random stairs. facts. <laughs> Nine out of ten elevators plunge. <laughs> Wow. That's, a, that's, that's a tough stat. That is a tough stat. <laughs> yeah, if there's any truth to it. How about that? Um, and check this out. Luckily, uh, everybody on that elevator did survive, thankfully. Uh, they say somebody posted on video uh, TikTok after a guy took his socks and shoes off on a plane. And the crazy thing was his left foot only had six toes. It had an extra toe. I saw the video. I mean, it was a gnarly looking foot with weird curly hairs and way too much toes. He had an extra toe. Would you pay $1,500 to get an extra toe? I think I to might. Get, you pay to get it? Why would? What would you do possibly with an extra toe? Like, uh, what is the benefit of having that? Uh, peacock. Look at my six toe. But I don't. I don't think anybody's necessarily impressed. They're kind of like more like that's so gross. I feel like if you have a great personality and maybe even a little little nickname that goes along with it, I think a six toe could 
could be the, the, the difference between not getting laid and getting laid. Meaning the six toes gonna help you. I mean, he knows what he's doing. He took off his sock and shoe on a flight when everybody is packed on each other like sardines. Yeah. And he's just peacocking the toe. He, he's peacocking the toe. Because if he was embarrassed about it, he would just leave it in his shoe. And he's doing that because it's worked before. I hate to say it, but six toe, it's a peacocking move. There's nobody on the responses that's saying that's hot. No. It, it was so gnarly looking, Jay Bird. And it was hairy, too. Did you see it, how hairy it was? It had the weirdest hairs. Yeah. He's not doing it right. I feel like you could... I feel like you could... I don't know, man. I think it's a cool thing if you if done right. Do you have to pay extra for pedicures? I think you do. Extra toe. I have a buddy of mine that uh, back when we were in junior high, he was... Uh, I think he was actually elementary school. He was laying in his tent. His brother was mowing the yard, and he ran over his foot with the mower. And for some reason, the doctor sewed his two toes back on top of two other toes. What? I remember you telling me what that. What kind of Ohio bum job did he do? It was at the vet. <laughs> I'll, I'll see if I can get you that photo, because a buddy of mine actually has a photo of the toes. I, you showed so, it to me. Nobody go to Ohio for your plastic surgery. I remember you. I remember this. Yeah. Uh, uh, my buddy, I'm going to text him right now and see if he can send me that photo, because it's absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> And they charged him for that? Apparently so. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And uh, finally, uh, they say a study found that 12% of us are consuming half of all the beef eaten in the U.S. on any given day. That's kind of crazy, huh? There's some big meat eaters out I mean, there. the people that are eating the beef are eating all of it. Yeah. Oh, they're wow. all. But they're all keto. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right with keto. Maybe. Keto is big. Yeah, it is. So, interesting stat. A couple things, though. Some traction in the chat room. No, I am not high. I know some people think I am with the whole six toe thing. I, I stand by it. Your outfit looks like you are. I, I look like I do, I do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Your outfit. If there ever was a poster boy, <laughs> screams, I do psychedelic mushrooms. <laughs> Put on your glasses you walked in here with. I mean, <laughs> dude. Peace and love, man. Yeah, that's right, baby. KVJ. I'm hearing we might have a jackpot winner right here, right now. I would love it if we did. Lauren is on from Port St. Lucie. Hello, Lauren. Hello, how are you? Good. Okay, you ready to win some money? I'm ready. Let's hear what you think is right now in the WRMF high, low cash jackpot. All right. I'm going to go with my son's guest because he's been helping to play along. So $2,602.65. Yeah. You are too low. Son of a biscuit. Oh. Oh. Okay. I'm so sorry. Well, thank you, Lauren and son. Oh, boy. I will let him know that he's too low. 
Okay. Please let Try him know again. that Kevin disappointed him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hopes, dreams, squashed. Yep. Hey, Mom, how do we do in the contest? Yes, I know you're at school, so I will squash his dreams this afternoon. Okay. <laughs> right, yes. Something to look forward to when you get home, kid. There'll yeah. be no exciting, fun Labor Day trip for you, kid. There will not, no. Going to Disney? I don't think so. Uh-uh. Not happening. I will right. call back and make my own guess in an hour. Okay, yes, do Yes, that. call yes, back. Try back. Yes, try back at uh, 10 a.m., top of every hour, until we get this winner. I think it's going to happen soon. Let's make it happen. Now, we were talking just a second ago about the viral photo from TikTok of this uh, dude that uh, had his toes out. And let me tell you, it's pretty gnarly because the thing about the toes is he had six on one foot. So not only is this a guy... That and you, if you're watching YouTube right now on KBJ TV, you can see, and they're hairy too. Not only does he have his shoe off, but he's got two pinky toes right there. Gosh, that's badass. You love that, huh? I, I, I mean, think you think you think a woman is going to want to be with a man more if he takes his no, shoes not, off not necessarily. What I think though, that that right there can bring out a spirit animal in somebody, and you rock with what you got. That man knows what he's doing. He knew he was going to be a meme. He knew he was going to go viral. Virginia's right. I think this guy is a six... I think he's evil six-foot or six-toed man. Six-foot. Six-foot. It's the end of the show. You know, I don't like track well in the nine o'clock hour. It's usually my worst. It's not your time. It's never. Not your time to shine. Eight o'clock wasn't that great. No, it would not. It wasn't good. Okay, so what do you think is more impressive? That guy right there with the six toes... Or my childhood friend, Luke, who had a lawnmower run over his toes, and the doctor sewed the two toes on top of the other two. What's the better foot? Oh. What do you my think? Gosh. If you're I, watching YouTube right now on KBJ TV, you can see Luke's foot. Kevin, that reminds me of some things. <laughs> it looks like testicles. It looks like... You know what? It's almost kind of just... It's it's got it's riddled with private parts. It looks like it's what? either nards or it also looks a little <laughs> bit like that's a, Logan plastic surgery that's, for you. That's, how, that's what happens. So don't lose a toe in Logan, Ohio. It kind of or actually technically he he's from Coonville. So I wouldn't want to get a head cold I, in Logan, Ohio. I have a feeling. I don't think y'all do it right. I think he got that work done in Coonville. So that, that might be a Coonville doctor. Doc, what the hell kind of doctors is going on in Logan? <laughs> How do you mess it up that horrifically? So again, what is the more interesting pair of feet? That is the guy who's going viral on TikTok with the six toes or my buddy Luke with the toes on top of the other toes. I'm voting for Luke. Because we know him, and, I mean, he needs some love in his life. I'm voting for Luke because his foot's doing the Star, the star Trek. It's throwing up gang signs. It is. It's, <laughs> it, I don't want to make fun of it. It's, well, he's, he's very you know, comfortable with it? it. Yeah, he's very, he would wear flip-flops all the time. He had no problem showing them off. It was almost like his peacocking move. He is very comfortable with his feet. It looks like a hoof. It's, it's, it's kind of like a, like, a, like a pig hoof. It's unreal, isn't it? That's from the doc. 
To me, I feel like you could have sued for that one. <laughs> we might have put that up on social media. Oh my just gosh, see. Kevin. Yeah, what? I have over here shook. We, we spent our entire lives trying to figure out how did that happen? Can we, how does that even happen? There's a show called Botched where they go and they fix bad plastic surgery. I wonder if we can get those toes I, I, rearranged back in the right spot. I don't spot. think there's any coming back from that. It's crazy. People are, <laughs> ma- people are mad at you for showing that picture. Like, Why? Oh, I it's it's uh, freaking us out. It's man. fascinating. It's our a surgeon who actually went to medical school did that. Are we sure he went to medical school? Or she? I, I don't know. I, it's, <laughs> we probably should get to the bottom of this story because I, I don't know. Well, you've, you've I told, really can't say confidently. You've told me about the Logan Sensei, the karate instructor that Logan Phil had. Levering, yeah. And uh-huh. that was, you know. It's an Amazing. unbelievable story as well. Yeah, I mean, this is just the kind of stuff that happens on a daily basis. I love Logan. <laughs> I belong in you Logan. You do. I do. Yes. You are a Logan man. I, I don't want to leave. You, you fit right in. You can't do Logan in a day. Yeah, that'd be perfect for you. <laughs> you just really can't. <laughs> My KBJ show. Well, this is at least a step forward to making marijuana legally recreational in the state of Florida. Denny's. Here comes Denny's. It's a step. What's going on, Big D? Now, some people would argue it's not big enough of a step, but what they keep telling you here in the state of Florida is the problem with us getting recreational marijuana is the fact that it is still considered illegal on the federal level, and they just don't want to tangle with that. Now, if that hurdle were taken down, it sounds like it would go through because a majority, and I think enough Florida residents, want to have it legally recreational. It's a real mind freak, though. Hey, you guys can do it. It's legal, but not really. If we want to, we could take it down. But it's in a not, weird we space. Might. It's in a weird space that really doesn't make any sense. Well, now the Department of Health and Human Services is recommending that the Drug Enforcement Administration move marijuana from a Schedule 1 to a Schedule 3 substance on the Controlled Substances Act, which means it is deemed to have a high likelihood of abuse and no medical uses. That would be like your LSD or heroin. So that right now is where they've got marijuana. Like, it's equal to heroin. Which is the most insane thing It's so stupid. So it would go to Schedule 3, which has a moderate to low potential for physical and psychological dependence. That would include things like testosterone and ketamine. Which they're using for depression right now. Mm -hmm. The ketamine. So there's nothing. uh, Depression hits hard when you are running out of weed. Yes. (laughs) That's why they got to get this change. Even it out. Yes. (laughs) Now, they say while the industry would see immediate financial benefits from a loosening of these federal restrictions, criminal penalties on cannabis would not change dramatically. So a lot of people feel like this is not going far enough. They're tired of seeing people that are locked up for marijuana crimes and say this is ridiculous. So it doesn't do a lot to that. What it does do is it seems like it would make it more profitable for those who are selling marijuana because right now it's like there's crazy federal taxes. And the reason is, is because of how it's classified. So if you change classification, then that should lower the taxes on it, making a more profitable business. And oddly enough, that's why I thought it was crazy. There are some marijuana businesses that are kind of struggling. And I guess the reason is, is because of the taxes and everything you got to pay and the licenses. They pay a lot of taxes. The dispensaries do and the growers. Do the dirty hippies have to go over there and help them out a little bit? I think it couldn't hurt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but so this would open it up to be where they could 
even potentially uh, experiment on it to see if it's something that has even better health benefits now that it's being changed to another. Exactly. So it would help change the perceptions a lot faster because they would really look at it more from a medical perspective to say, okay, how could we start using it that way? And then that might clear the last hurdle for them to just say, hey, you know what? It's a, a medical product. And if people want to get it and use it, we don't see any problems with that. So it doesn't affect anything criminally if you've been tried for marijuana, but it does potentially in the future increase the chances that they could use it medically more often. The door's so. kicked halfway open, I think. Yeah. So I mean, it's I'm, a, I'm at least this. a good positive. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So there is uh, definitely some uh, positive if you're uh, rooting for it. Uh, but it is uh, something that is definitely growing. They say 23 states now allow anyone at least 21 and older to legally possess marijuana. 38 states, including Florida, have the medical marijuana programs. So. These feds, Virginia. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is slow moving. It's weird because we're in a state, but we're also in the nation. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> and this nation is within the earth. Whoa. <laughs> Which is right next to space. I, mean, I know you love space. Bro, you got to stop it because Kevin's getting mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, coming up here in a couple of minutes, I got an email of somebody who doesn't really want to go on a family vacation with his wife's family. Should he still go or is he okay to stay? We'll let you hear what he's got to say. Kevin, Virginia, and Jason. Should he stay or should he go? I know your husband, Panda, has opted out of some of the family trips that uh, you have taken, Virginia. And when he does, it makes me sad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's going this weekend. We're all going up together to the LSU-FSU game in Orlando. That's amazing. It's going to be a great trip. It's going to be a great trip. The bird's house sitting for the witch. Going to water some plants. Going to make sure things are on the up and up. Just don't break some picture frames like you did last time. Man, the thing's fixed. It's better than better than new. I threw it away. Better than new. <laughs> <laughs> it was unfixable. <laughs> it's you, fine. You broke my heart. Oh. <laughs> So how would you cite in this? I got an email that says, my wife has got this big family that loves to get together frequently throughout the year. And now they're planning this nine-day trip to Ireland next year. And I have absolutely zero interest in going. Ireland doesn't really excite me. And I don't want to spend the $8,000 per person. They said it's going to run. But most of all, they're heavy drinkers and are basically planning an extended pub tour with an occasional castle thrown in. By the way, I'm a very casual drinker, and I really can't stand the thought of spending night after night after night in a loud pub with my drunk in-laws. My wife claims that if I don't go, it's going to ruin the trip for her. All of their siblings, of course, and parents are going. But if I do go, I'm going to be miserable the entire nine days. What do you think? Should he stay or should he go? $8,000. Good gosh. That is expensive. That is really That's expensive. That's a lot of money to be miserable. It is. And I believe in life, there's times where you got to do things where it's not in your comfort zone and you got to compromise and do that with the family. Mm. But this is a big one. If we're talking nine days, another country, eight grand. That is really insane. I can't believe that they wouldn't be able to knock the price down on that. I'd like to see who's booking the trip to see if they aren't shaving a bit off the top. I would think you'd be able to do that for four to 5000 at least. Someone's skimming a little bit off I mean, the... that, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a travel guide, but I, I can't imagine that it's going to be that 
for nine days even. And if you're not a big drinker and everyone else is, that's also a crappy place to be. Because I don't think the drinkers want the non-drinkers there either. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's why Panda doesn't want to go to Mardi Gras because <laughs> it is a drink fest. Can you kind of blame him though? No, it makes She's me sad. She's a drinker no. and you are insane. <laughs> I mean, I would run for the hills too, Panda. I get why he doesn't want to go, but it still makes me sad. Well, it's going to ruin the trip for his wife if he doesn't go. She's going to be sad being there. Everybody else is going to have their partners with them, and she's going to be sitting there, and everybody be like, oh, I wish knew what's his name was here. <laughs> what's his name? name? Yeah. <laughs> the non-drinker. Yeah. The stick in the mud. Or maybe they won't. Maybe they'll be happy without him. I don't know. So what do you think? If you hear how he breaks it down, should he go, be miserable, or just be like, hey, look, we're going to save $8,000. You'll have more fun. I'll be able to stay here. I'm not going to be miserable. I'm going to go to the strip club with my boys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. He's so happy. He's bringing over Tata Tony. They're going to go ahead and see some boobs. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Tony has boobs? No, he loves boobs. Oh, okay. That's why they call him Tata yeah. Tony. I'll have uh, Suits put up a KBJ TV poll. We'll see where uh, people stay there. I don't know, man. This I, one's tough because I don't think that he should go, but... I, I Well, I think, honestly, to me, look, I, I just think that that's part of life and sometimes part of marriage that you just got to say, hey, I'm going to put on a good face. I'm going to have a good attitude. Sure, it's not necessarily my thing, but hopefully your partner is your thing and you're doing something. She's told you. She wants you to go. I don't think his partner is his thing. I think. Th- then that's then that might be a whole different subject. But to me, if you really love your partner and it and they've verbalize to you that it would make them that much happier you say you're a casual drinker so what sit back and find something that does entertain you or while they're at the pub maybe you can go off and a little bit and do something else have a drink or two with them and then you go on your own and do something by yourself well, let me ask you this married people how, how does this work in a marriage if you've got somebody who who's so extreme that wants you to go but then there's somebody that is so extreme that doesn't want to go and they both are set in their ways and the mm-hmm. one doesn't want to travel at all you know that they're going to be miserable but you also know their uh, the your partner's going to be miserable if you don't go who compromises on something like that does well, the the horrible mi- miserableness outweigh the to me if my partner really wants me to go then i would go my my parents my mom loved to travel she traveled the world my dad does not like to leave the confines of logan ohio and they got, definitely got to the place. My mom was always traveling the world, and dad was staying at home, and she was happier for it. It just worked out better, and they were both cool. And that would be nice. If that was the situation here, it's a no-brainer. You stay, she goes and has a great time, and everybody's happy. She really wants you to go. To me, I would make the sacrifice and go. There's those things in life where it does mean the, you know, the world to the person got a second. You're married. But this is just a long it trip, is. and it's so expensive. It I is. I think what he should do is, like, go on the smaller trips and make those little sacrifices to, you know, do the stuff with her family that he doesn't really want to do. But this one is so big. But also, mm. as a partner, I don't—if I know for a fact my partner would not be comfortable, like it, they'd be miserable, I wouldn't want them to go anyway. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. And that's how I feel about Panda. I know that him going to Mardi Gras is like not his thing because I'm so annoying and I get it. I think it's cool that you give him, you let him off the hook because you know he's going to be miserable and that outweighs 
you being happy. And he has started going on other trips. Like, he'll do other trips with me. And he'll, he went to Kentucky. He went to Nashville. He's never done that before. Mm-hmm. I just hate when people are around stuff I know they hate. It makes me, it, I, I wouldn't enjoy myself. If I knew someone was on a trip with me and they were having a miserable time, that would ruin the trip for me. I agree. You don't want to force somebody to go someplace that they don't want to go. And you certainly don't want to force someone to spend $8,000. But you guys, you guys have the blood contract. You ha- I mean, you're married. You're, you're in it. It's over. It's One- over. You're fun. Done. One person texted in, they said, I'm 100% Irish and I go home every year and you can go to Ireland for a whole lot cheaper than the $8,000. Book it yourself, but yes, go. It is a beautiful country to see. So, yeah, to me, that would, I think there's a couple tweaks you can make where you could save some money. That's not going to be gnawing at you so much. Find other things in those little towns that maybe you kind of have your own separate agenda. You spend some time with your wife and her family, and it's like, hey, I'm going to go check some stuff out. There's other things I want to see other than a pub every single night. Check out some Irish uh, divorce lawyers. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, any thoughts, you can uh, text it into us, 877-979-WRMF. And I got to tell you right now, the poll, should he stay or should he go? 52% thinks he should go. 48% thinks he should not. Yeah, I I, I see what's going on. Right (laughs) down the middle. It's KBJ. Okay, he doesn't want to go to Ireland with her family because they're a bunch of lushes and they're going to be drinking every single night. He's only a casual drinker. He doesn't like sitting in a pub every single night, especially spending $8,000. We're thinking you need to book your own trip for less money because you could do that and put on a different face, be there for her. Maybe while they're drinking their eighth beer, you can be off doing something else. Have a little bit of your own itinerary. See, Ireland's a beautiful country. So what's a lifetime experience? Bradley said in January, my wife wanted to go to her parents in Ecuador. The trip is uh, going to the Galapagos Islands. I didn't want to go, and it was going to cost me $6,000, and we leave next week now, and now I'm so excited. It's a vacation in another country. This is an opportunity that doesn't come every day. He should go. He's going to love it when the time comes. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Oh, wisdom. <laughs> is this the thought early? Is that what we're getting? A yeah, bonus? Did you get a fortune cookie? That's a, t- that's a Wayne Dyer quote. That's not mine. But there's wisdom to that. You change your perspective. It, if you think it's going to be miserable and you do change your perspective, you could have fun. Yeah. Some people do also know themselves and say, there ain't no way I'm going to have fun in nine days in Ireland. Some people just aren't travelers. Yeah, I, I, I get it. And, you know, hey, look, it may come to the point where you get to where my parents were and my mom realized that she was tired of trying to drag my dad around. She said, what am I putting up this fight for? He is so content being at home and I'm going to be content going and traveling. So peace out. And, and when they, you've been were, they married, were both cool with it. When you've been married that long, too, I mean, you're good. That's like, what I mean. Like, you don't need to be up each other's, you know. You can what. take a trip away, and the world doesn't have to end. If you're married, if you've been married, exactly. You can go to New Orleans. Panic and stay back. It's not the end of the world. It is not the end of the world. And then everybody's in their happy pay- place. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's sad and complaining. Again, do you want someone on a road trip on vacation that you know is not yeah. having? That's uh, that's not I fun. Don't, I don't get her. I, I get where you would want him there, but if he were going to be miserable, I don't want to take anybody anywhere they don't want to go. Well, even right. if even if he didn't act miserable and it was fake fun he was giving, I don't want them to do that either. I don't want you to fake having a good time. But that being mm-hmm. said, like Ireland, people would die to go to Ireland. Like this is no a doubt. really Agreed. cool opportunity that not. Everybody, not most people, get a chance to do. Yeah. 
So if there's any way for you to flip it in your head, do it. But if you're just going to be miserable, don't bring down the group. Did the Ralstons ever go to Ireland as a kid? Went to England. But okay. no, we didn't make it to Ireland. But I would love to go. I would go in a heartbeat. In fact, uh, some friends of mine went last weekend. Really? Uh, Notre Dame played Navy in football, and they went and watched a college football game. I was like, man, I'm so jealous. Is they it, went there and just like pub hopped and saw all the sights for a week and then went to a football game. Like, that's perfect. Oh, is that's ideal. Yeah. So different than the United States, or is it? Is it I think so, yeah. Really? Especially just, Florida. The, you go look at the topography. Oh, man. It's so much radically different than Florida. So it'd be fun to see. It does fun. sound fun. Yeah. Switch it up. The everything, the culture, the climate. Mm-hmm. It, it's all different. It's all exciting. Pubs. Pubs. <laughs> KVJ trip, baby. Let's do it. KVJ. What do you think is a better strategy? Socking up money for retirement so you could just ball out in your elder days. Or working, 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 but experiencing life as you go. I like that. You never know when you're hit by a bus. That's <laughs> true. They say now 63% of Gen Z and 59% of millennials now would rather spend money on life experiences like travel and concerts than save up for retirement. I think you should have some savings for emergencies, but yeah, if, if you're making, you know, if you... What's the point of making the money if you're not going to have a little fun with it? Yeah. Life's very short. Very I, short. I do. I agree with you. I, I side more to that. And to me, life experiences is everything. I couldn't imagine just having memories for your first 60 years of working for the most part. And then you try to cram it in because you don't know what's going to happen. You know where the hell's going to be and what could possibly go down. And look, if you maintain a lower standard of living, you don't have to really ever worry about anything. I don't need to have a house on the water. There's That's crazy truth, to me. There's truth too to all work and no play makes people insane. You're yeah, right. Go right. Play a little. Whatever right. your version of playing is. Well, they say you can do both, and here's how. First thing is prioritizing what expenses and goals matter most to you. Make sure that you're using your money wisely. It's you know, you ever spend money on something you're like, oh, gosh, what a waste that was. Yes. Just a little bit of thought can save you from that. Honestly, a lot of it would be in the food category. I, okay. People always go, you regret doing your dinosaur garden? Not at all, because yeah. I get enjoyment out of that. Yep. Ordering too much food and then not eating or it's not good, or it, yeah. it, that's a waste. Right, exactly. So think about that and prioritize your expenses. Pay down your debts first. Because you are losing so much money when you have interest rates and everything else that you're paying on. You're just throwing away money. So get your debts paid down and try to ride life without that because you're, in a sense, making more money by not having to pay extra credit card debts and mortgages and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you ever see that? You break it down a year of just the interest or late fees or whatever. stuff uh. that you're just peeing out the window that you really don't have to. Mm-hmm. It's rough. They say open up a retirement account. So you've got a little bit funneling into that. That's how you can kind of still experience life. And then one day you look in this retirement account that you necessarily haven't paid a ton of attention to and be going, okay, cool. All right, we can keep this party going and I don't have to work as much as I used to. And they say you should supplement your income with a side hustle. 
you have something like that, that way you're not so susceptible to job whims. You never know when you might get laid off or something like that might happen that could devastate your finances. Make have a, something that props you up. And make a side hustle something that you are passionate about, something you love. Maybe your nine to five isn't really your dream job, but make your side hustle your dream job, something that you've always thought would be so cool to do. Start small. Jay mm-hmm. Bird and producer Denny's investigative team. Remember, we were doing that for a little bit? I do. We were working pro bono, but that was okay. something to yeah. kind of supplement. Side hustle, yeah. They recommend you following a 50-30-20 budget. What that means, you put 50% of your income to your necessities. Things like food and your shelter and your clothes. 30% is for discretionary spending. That's your fun money, where you go out and you're still living life and you're enjoying yourself. And then 20% would be for savings or investments. My friend had, she had a meltdown. There's this chart you can type in on Google, your age and what you should have saved at that age. Oh, boy. So, oh, I'm not even close. I'm going to die <laughs> That's with tough. money. Don't put all that pressure on you, girl. As long as you can still work, you'll still have money coming in. Mm. It's going to be okay. Money was meant to be spent. I hope she's listening. Okay. There's a little wisdom for you, Bird. It's your turn. You got some wisdom for us? I got to follow the witch. I know, yeah. Look (laughs) at that. I don't know. Just look at your space shirt. All right. You can't go wrong in that shirt. We talked a lot about difficult situations today, no? Don't miss out on something that could be great just because it could be difficult. Okay. Oh. It didn't really hit. I, I said it wrong. I missed a word. It was about the, it was supposed to be about the Ireland thing. Oh. Don't miss out on something that could be great just because it could also be difficult. Ooh, bird, go home. <laughs> <laughs> the KVJ Show on 97.9 WRMF.